1: to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time
2: Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. I am Gabriel Moretzi alongside the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart, it's uh, Friday, so I guess a lot of people uh, are happy. I am not uh, one of them, as we state every Friday. Not a big fan of uh, Fridays, uh, but uh, truth be told, like uh, Trent Reznor says, every day is exactly the same. Although, let's try to uh, make today a winning day. (laughs) Yes, yes, winners. I would like that. So, uh, we've got uh, the Canadian Open uh, that's going on. And uh, Cam, uh, I assume you've got a ton of plays. Uh, in the Canadian Open. I do. Things have
1: gone really well today, Gabe. i got a lot of matchup bets that are going well. Uh, uh, ben on his T4. Uh, my boy Neiman is T7, and uh, we talked about Dustin Johnson already four under through the day, through eight holes, so he's climbed uh, from like 40th to 12th, and he's got lots of holes left. I expect him to be among the leaders after the end of the day. I wouldn't be surprised if he shot mm, seven or eight under
2: today. Well, right now, Kevin Tway, yeah, Tway. is uh, at the top of the leaderboard. We Kim Wee. He's in second place yeah. along with Keegan Bradley? Good round. On Bradley. is T four. Johnson Wagner. <laughs> Hello, I'm Johnson Wagner. That 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 sounds like a golfer's name, right? <laughs> it there. sure does. That's Johnson Wagner. Johnson <laughs> Wagner. We got uh, Robert Garrigus as T four uh, right now. Zach Blair is T seven. Uh, can't mention Neiman. Neiman's at ten under, so uh, the scores are going to be extremely uh, low when it's all uh, said and done. By the time uh, Sunday comes around,
1: yeah, it's impressive that uh, DJ's already uh, four under through eight. Uh, the guys who had the morning for Gabe, like Tway, and all those guys, there was no wind, so they really attacked the course. Keegan Bradley, all those type of guys, so just shows you how good DJ is. I think he'll he'll be able to overpower this course.
2: Well, the big news uh, of the day is not uh, the Canadian Open, nope. uh, but. I would say it uh, comes uh, from Los Angeles as the Chargers suffer another hit. And it's amazing. Preseason hasn't even started yet, and they're down two key players. Of course, uh, they already lost Hunter uh, Hurst um, Henry. Hunter Hurst Henry. Triple H. Triple H. Hunter (laughs) Hurst uh, Henry is uh, down and out. Yep. One of the top tight ends in the International Football League. And now they lose one of the top cornerbacks uh, in the league. Uh, Jason Verrett is... um, Probably starting to feel like he's cursed. For the third year in a row, Verrett has suffered a devastating injury that could keep him out for the season, according to the NFL.com. Verrett was injured during the team's conditioning test on Friday, which was the Chargers' first day of training camp. Unbelievable. Conditioning tests. This guy's snake-bitten. The Chargers believe that uh, he tore his Achilles, and if that is uh, true, he will miss the entire 2018 season. Wow. It's unbelievable, as you know this this guy since being selected uh, with the twenty fifth twenty uh, fifth pick overall in the two thousand and fourteen NFL draft, um. He's missed uh, if he misses uh, this season, he's missed a total of forty three out of forty eight games over the past uh, three years. He missed twelve games in two thousand sixteen. It's too bad, too. He's a good player. He's a very good player. I agree. You remember him out of uh, TCU. Yeah, Vrets very good. It's unbelievable. Like, I, I you talk like about the Like, the one year that he stayed on the bed. field, the entire year was 2015, and he went to the Pro Bowl. Like, he's that good. Yep. Like, he's one of the better uh, defensive backs in the league. He sure is. The Chargers, you know, there was a lot of expectations around the Chargers coming into this uh, year. Their favorite to win the division The Chiefs are supposed to be in a rebuilding mode, except uh, I'm starting to buy into the Chiefs, to be honest, as the season approaches. More so because I'm not buying in uh, to the Raiders. And we'll get to the Raiders in a couple of minutes, but now, like, they're they're really, like, one more injury away from just being screwed. You know what I mean? Like, the Chargers. Like, you can be all right. You lose Henry, it sucks. You bring Gates back. Okay. It's not good. And you know this. You know this with the Chargers. They already always get hurt. Yeah. Like, Keenan Allen gets hurt that's, all the time. That's, like, he's going to get hurt. Exactly. That was going to be my they next They drafted Mike Williams last year, the kid hurt. out of Clemson. Missed the whole damn year. He gets hurt. Yep. Right? Like, the Chargers really? are one of these teams that, like, every year it's the same thing. Well, if everybody stays healthy, ooh, we can go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but you never do. <laughs> no, it's true, and
1: and Philip Rivers isn't a, a young child anymore either. Like, well, he's he take, a, he's the one that actually
2: stays. Yeah, I know he takes a beating too. So Philip Rivers has started like 201 yeah. uh, consecutive a, games or something a, like that. He's
1: tough. He's one tough sob. But yeah, that's the thing. There's no guarantees with Keenan Allen.
2: He's fragile too. You go down the list. So Keenan Allen gets hurt off, and Mike Williams got hurt in. Uh, and, and it's not yeah. it's not their fault. It's not nope. like they're soft. Mike Williams broke his neck. Yeah, (laughs) that's not a soft injury. At Clemson, and he came back, essentially. It was vertebrae, whatever. You know what I mean? And he came back. back. I mean, the guy is extremely freaking tough. I mean, I saw him throw up once on the side of the field. like with a concussion, and he went back. Yeah,
1: get me in there. Yeah, but it's
2: like he killed himself trying to get to the NFL. That's the thing. Like, he really did. He killed himself trying to get there. You know, they're hoping that they get. I don't know. He's a seventh overall pick last year. I don't know. Maybe they should just trade him. Like uh, the Raptors traded their ninth (laughs) overall pick last year, right? You drafted him one year. I mean, it hasn't worked out. Trade him. Trade him. Then tell him you're not going to trade him. Then trade him. But anyways, I digress. Uh, But no, seriously, you look at all the injuries of the Chargers. Melvin Gordon's another one. He's pretty, yeah, he can get hurt. Like for fantasy purposes in a season-long league, I can't take Melvin Gordon. I don't trust he'll stay healthy. I just don't. Like, I, I won't risk it. There's been too many injuries with these guys. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is about this one team, and to key players too. That's that's the problem. All well, good starts. Probably they're probably cursed because they left uh, San Diego.
1: I like that, Gabe. I like that uh, analogy. They should have never left San Diego. Can't have two teams in Los Angeles. It's just uh, they—they're the San Diego Chargers to me. They always will be. I don't like LA Chargers. It's just
2: uh, yeah, you're having a hard time uh, accepting it. I am.
1: So is Dan Fouts. <laughs> hey. Legend. If,
2: hey, if Dan Fouts has got a problem with it, I got a problem with it. There's a saying that you can't spell without Spanos. I don't know if it's asshole or. <laughs> 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 is that
1: what it is? What's Spanos? Spanos. You can't spell, spell.
2: Spanos. Well,
1: let me see. Spanos. out. Trying to think here. Ain't no, it's going to.
2: Oh, that's it! You can't spell Spanos without uh, P O S. Piece of shit. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I'm looking at the numbers. Go S P A N O S. What I was like, is, Chris are you asshole? going with yeah, this yeah, one? Yeah, no, no. Like, I knew. I knew there was a saying in San Diego <laughs> oh, about Spanos. Oh, yeah. yeah. P-O-S. They have T-shirts. I've seen it before. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, well, why are they cursed?
1: I was like, i was like, yeah, I'm going, I was like a... well, why
2: are they cursed? I was like, well, left well, that And I'm like, well, their owners I'm got a big. They yell at
1: me, and I'm like, what is this bumper stumpers? I was trying to spanos. Yeah. I don't know what we're I going to be a come on. Can't figure it out. Yeah, yeah, come on, Cam. I a P like,
2: "Oh yeah." There's a P. I an an <laughs> yeah. You can't spell Spanos without P O S. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's pretty good. It was good?
1: I like that. Uh, that division, though. I I, I am by. I, I I'm with you with Kansas City. I still think the Chiefs are a very good team. It's all about Mahomes, too. I really, I'm gonna come I really full circle
2: after uh, you and I rip Mahomes and and the draft pick. I've come full circle. Mahomes is gonna be great. I'm buying in. <laughs> I'm buying hey, it. Hey, you know what? I'm know. considering taking him as my uh, my fantasy quarterback. I like year. it, Gabe. I kept him in my keeper league. I had he's to. He's going to be on a the field. They have to play him. That, they don't have no choice. He also—it's
1: like, Andy Reid's reputation. Another thing that he does too—he's electrifying with his feet. He's going to get you some fantasy points with uh, chunks of yards and strong and he can throw the deep ball. And, and who do they have on Kansas? Tyreek Hill. Pew! And Sammy deep. Watkins.
2: Yeah, deep. And deep, the deep. other big NFL news of the day: Sammy Watkins uh, cut his hair. Ooh. Haircut. Yeah, No more dreads and, uh, and all that. Just regular lid? Yeah, he says he's all business. Oh, okay. So the dreads are slowing him down? <laughs> Speaking of guys getting hurt all the time. <laughs>
1: That's another, yeah.
2: He's pretty fragile. Yeah, he's fragile, too. I don't know. He's, he's an interesting one from a fantasy perspective. I'm done. I'm done. Like, uh, Sammy Watkins has literally cost me thousands of dollars no, in fantasy leagues by it, drafting this you guy. You might get him at the
1: bottom and bottom and bottom and bottom. Well, are are not to bottom. Him, but, but you're not going to reach for him.
2: I'm not reaching for him, but I'm just stating that now when we don't take him, he's probably going to have a good year with Kansas City. If you think about it, you look at Kansas City, man, you got Mahomes at uh, quarterback, who's a great athlete, and he's had a year to develop now. And um, I have confidence that he'll, he's going to be good. So you've got Mahomes. You've got Kareem Hunt in the backfield. Yep. Fast as hell, that kid. You've got Tyreek Hill. Burner. And now you're bringing Sammy Watkins to go along with Travis Kelsey. It's a pretty yeah, good skill position. I, I agree. I agree. In one of fact, the best it's probably the, the fastest team in the NFL. Yeah,
1: when you got, when are you talk about? Yeah, Tyreek Hill is probably the fastest guy yeah. in the
2: NFL. And Watkins that, is fast as hell. He is, and Mahomes can run, too. But Mahomes is fast as hell. Yeah, They're a track team. Yeah, and <laughs> you've you got one of the best tight ends in the league. Oh, Kelsey's so a you've got, monster. Like, if you're a defensive coordinator, it is a pain in the ass. Someone's getting open. It's one of these deals where it's like, man, we can't cover Watkins and Hill and Hunt out of the backfield. Like, they should be able to come up with a lot of plays that, you know, that's this is what training camp's for, right? Yeah. All right, look, if Hill's covered, boom, you go to Watkins here. If Watkins is covered, we want you to go to hunt out of the backfield. They're going to have all kinds of little variables with these three guys. And one thing, I talked about this for years, man, and it really, really pissed me off. Um, Sammy Watkins is, you know, this guy's been frustrating, right? He's not terrible. He just hasn't stayed on the field enough. But the thing with Sammy Watkins is not once has he ever been used properly in the NFL. And I respect Sean McVay a lot, but he didn't use him properly. And I do not respect the Buffalo Bills offensive coordinators who did not use him properly. You remember Sammy Watkins at Clemson. What did he do, Cam?
1: Oh, he went over he made he didn't go deep all the time. No, he made catches he over the middle. He wasn't right. the deep guy. That's the thing. He's the guy who catches everything. DeAndre
2: Hopkins was the deep guy. He, inter, he was an intermediate. Sammy machine. Watkins caught bubble screen plays. Yeah. They had him in the slot. Yeah. Sometimes like they moved him around. Sammy Watkins ran a lot of reverses. So he'd he'd be in motion and he'd run and they just literally just hand it off to him, right? In motion, coming from the other side. And You know, they do bubble screens. Another big one they did was a quick hitch over the middle with him. So basically, he'd be in very simple stuff. He'd be in the slot. Boom. He'd go about seven or eight yards, cut, sort of slant over the middle. Bam, you hit him, and he causes havoc. But you got to give him a little open space to do it. What do the Buffalo Bills do? They get Sammy Watkins. They put him on the outside, and and they tell him, go as fast as you can, straight in a straight line. He's small. He's not a big dude. You got this guy going up there with jump balls with tall cornerbacks. That's not his game. And, he, you know, he still comes down with the ball. He's basically been playing out of position for for his entire NFL career. What's it been? Five years, I guess? Whatever it's been. Five or six. Yeah. He's been out of position his entire freaking career. And Andy Reid knows it. And I like it. I like to see that Andy Reid says, you know, I think this guy's been misused. And I don't think he knows. Yes. And basically, Breed said, we're going to get him the ball. You know, we just need to get the ball in his hands as opposed to he's a playmaker. He's not Randy Moss. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's not, you know, what I mean? he's not Jerry Rice. No, and with those guys, he's not a six foot three, six foot four. He's not Julio Jones camp. Like physically look at him. Like, you know, there's a reason why Julio Jones can go deep. You throw it up there, he's like a bloody basketball exactly. player. Exactly, catches everything. The he's, guy's six five. He he's vertical, he's he, going to... Yeah. he boxes you out. And he's like 230 yeah. pounds, so it's like, get the hell out of my <laughs> way. He gets the ball. No, it, Mike Evans, same thing, strong yeah. as Lock, hell, big, big dude. Goal. He goes Lock. up, he just rips it, right? It's like, screw you, you're right here, I'm going to come down with it. Sammy Watkins, Cam, he's like 5'10". He's 180 yeah, pounds. If he's lucky, I don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the thing, and of, you got him running down the field against tall cornerbacks.
1: I I actually love it now. When you look at Andrew Reed, you could take a lot of shots at him and stuff like that. But when it comes to when it comes to the offense with the speed guys that he has, you talk about it. You could do reverses with Hill, with Sammy Watkins, the play structures that they can bring with the speed and Mahomes defenses are going to be going. What the hell's going on here? Oh, the Chiefs I would do, have a, lot,
2: a lot of nice advantages at the line. What I would do, and they really need my advice. Like yeah. I, I know more. And, Excuse me, Watkins is six one, but he's not really six one. He, he looks—he's I'll thin. say six. He, he's but, thin. Yeah, but even even then, so he's six. Uh, they say he's two eleven. Nah, he's not two eleven. He's more—I think he's about buck in the buck ninety. He range. doesn't have a lot of body fat. I'll give him that. Yeah. But anyways, he's not—you know—I what I mean, he's, he's just, not a monster. Yeah, he's—he's not—he's he's not a, not a massive—a uh, massive dude. But what I would do, and it's not like Andy Reid, an ultra successful football coach, needs a jackass like my advice. <laughs> But I'll offer it. But I'm just stating, like, I would put Tyreek Hill and um, I would mix it up. So you put one of them in motion. You put Tyreek Hill or Watkins in motion. And you have Kareem Hunt and either Watkins or Hill in the backfield. And it'll give other, it'll give coordinators nightmares. Because they're not going to know what you're going to do. And it gives you an option as well now for for Mahomes. Boom. If they bite, when you go into this. When you go into this formation and the defense bites on this and freaks out and starts jamming the box, boom, you hit Kelsey over the middle of the field. Now, otherwise, let's drop back and pass. You have an option on either side for a bubble screen play, right? So you can read it till you know, this is where Mahomes comes into play. So you said you have Kareem Hunt and you have Hill in the backfield set up in an orthodox spot. The defenses aren't going to know what's going to happen. They're going to come in. It's going to give Mahomes an opportunity, and he'll be able to see. All right, they jammed the left side of the field. They think it's going to Hill. Boom. You call the audible. Bam. Hunt. I'm going right bubble screen to you. And you, you're just, long story short, you're creating space. And imagine, Cam, you've got all these fat guys battling yeah. on the left <laughs> side of the offensive line. And there's Kareem Hunt one-on-one with a DB. He's going to beat them every time. Like, there's so many matchup opportunities with the speed. One thing with Andy Reid, though, and look, you look at Doug Peterson, who was a disciple Mm -hmm. of Andy Reid. He was his backup quarterback in Philadelphia forever, the assistant coach Mm -hmm. coordinator in Kansas City. What did Doug Peterson do that Andy Reid doesn't do? Gamble. Yeah, he's more, he, he he likes to throw it down. He's not like afraid I, of anything. I, and word out of Kansas City is Andy Reid is, is saw that. Yes. And goes, man, the guy that I mentor just won a Super right. Bowl you're, in his second year as you're, a coach. Because no, he gambled and I played <laughs> safe and I never win. Exactly. He's your disciple. He's learning from this, the teachers, the students teaching yes. the teacher. I think the Chiefs have learned a lesson a little bit from Peterson and are yes. going to be more aggressive now. I really do. I like it. I had a
3: lot of Chiefs on Same my Same time,
2: decision
3: continues. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app.
2: Listen up. Game time decisions. Red e Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Gabriel Morenci. I'm getting excited. Talking about NFL football. NFL football preseason starts in six days. Less than a week away. Yes. The, the, early the, lean with the Chicago Bears in that game against the Ravens. You told me you liked the Ravens the other day. You switched your tune. No, I said I like the Ravens uh, moving forward as a franchise. I like the Ravens uh, this year in a regular season not in the Hall of Fame game.
1: Oh, I thought it's in the Hall of Fame game we were leaning Ravens, but no. No, but, uh, you like the Bears?
2: I'm leaning with the Bears due to uh, Chase Daniel.
1: Yeah, Ch- Chase Daniel is the second ba- as a backup there with so much experience behind Drew Brees and uh, Alex Smith in Kansas City. Chase Daniel's been around the game for a long time. Hell he's he's at Missouri. How many years has he been in, in the league as a backup?
2: Like quite a few. This is um uh, this is when these guys make time their to living. Shine, yep. It's when they make their living. Play well in the preseason a little bit. Give confidence to the coaching staff that you're good to be the backup again. And, uh, you know, you make another $7 million. (laughs)
3: Exactly.
2: Chase Daniels made about $40 million, $50 million in the NFL. Not playing very much. Great great career. Yep. No concussion problems. That's another thing. <laughs> yeah, we about... don't think about that. Like those guys, second and third stringers who don't get on, they're living pretty
1: clean, right? They go home, they have mobility, they can bang their wife or, or girlfriend with confidence they're not
2: ache no aches and pains. Like what a gig. It's like uh it's like what a gig in the old days when the Florida Panthers were really bad. Players used to joke about it, uh be like the the pros and the cons. They'd be like, "Yeah, listen, we're not very good, but on the uh, the uh, the positive side is um, you only work like five months a year. <laughs> 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 yeah. Like they were, yeah. they stated like you never go to the playoffs. Like there's. Yeah. You're out of here in April, and you know you'd only. Lot you're of, back in October. Yeah, a lot of golf courses yeah, around Yeah, no, here. Like, it's like, basically, that's the thing. It's like like they yeah. basically said like yeah, but you know, <laughs> and another thing is too, they were joking like you play longer too. Because you're never in the playoffs. So true. People don't. That's a, that, see, that's a, a great point. So these guys are fresh later in their no, career. No, honestly. Because I didn't play 82 games in in the summer every year. <laughs> well, and, I'll, and I'll bring empirical data. Who
1: is this affected? The Chicago Blackhawks. They haven't been the same oh, team since out already. Run. Jonathan Craves was an absolute
2: monster. Okay, we got to bring Steve Maryland yeah. now. But great yeah. point, Kev. Yep. Yeah. Look at the Blackhawk guys. All those guys aren't even 30 yet. They're all burnt out. Yeah, man. That's what happens? We're done. When you win, Stanley Jonathan Hayes playing in an Olympics and cups every year yep. for four years in a row. Damn right. The guys played like 1,200 hockey games. Even the Penguins. Did you know? The I Penguins saw a thing. burned out. That's how Bro, Washington came back. Sidney Crosby's played. I saw. I saw a stat. We can look it up. How many played? I think Sidney Crosby's played like nearly two years of playoff games. Yes. Think about that. That's like two yeah, years. Yes. Like he's he's played nearly and, two seasons and playoff intensity. Yeah. You get hit harder. Yeah. It's way harder than Spring, the regular Steve. season. Steve knows
1: he's a Capital fan.
2: Lucky Steve <laughs> Merrill. I know Steve. <laughs> Lucky Steve. Steve's a Capital fan. No, it's, Die it's hard too. I mean, for fifth <laughs> watch every game for the last year, forty it's a waste, years, right?
4: What's up, yeah, Steve? I mean, for fifteen of the sixteen. Yeah, I was saying for fifteen of the sixteen teams, it's a waste every year, right? I mean, there's only one team that benefits from going to the playoffs every year, and that's the team that wins it. How does those How do those contracts work? Like round by round, do they get extra? I mean, they have to get extra pay, but they have a set yeah. They get bonuses, only, right? so They get playoff playoff bonus, bonuses, yeah, get bonuses, Steve, bonuses. regular
2: season, all they sorts of stuff. Yeah, they're, they're like they're not getting paid anymore. Like the they're not getting their salaries yeah, anymore once bonus, the season's over. Money. So then they get they get a check at the end of the playoffs. So exactly, like you know, you you know, if you're just in the first, you know, if you made it to the playoffs. Meep. You know, you get, you get a cut of the first round uh, playoff share. You make it to the second round, et cetera, and, and all the way up. You know what, Steve? You know what the share was in the World Cup per uh, player on France? They yeah, well, stabbed. the World what, Cup's what, probably
4: pretty big, right?
2: Yeah, what do you think each? Like, to put it in context, like, usually when you'll see, like, the Houston Astros last year, they went to World Series, they all got a check for, like, $228,000 or something. After
1: I'll take a stab with this one, What do too? you think France got? I'm gonna say 1.1 million.
4: Ooh,
2: pretty close. What, what, what do you What do you think? So what were you gonna say, Steve? What do you think? It,
4: yeah, I mean, I have no clue, but I was gonna say since it's a smaller roster, it, probably over a million per player. I would have guessed if you know if baseball is a couple no, hundred a thousand, less. it's probably 800? five hundred.
2: They got um, they got seven hundred and fifty thousand. That's each. that's still a great chunk of change. Almost it worked out. Was like it Euro, s- Euro too? It was Euro. Yeah. So over a thousand American dollars. What it was, they split it with the team with France, the federation. Cool. So, like, they got 22 million euros, I think, to win. Yep. And um, they got 20. And basically, the team, the players split 11, and the Federation of France took 11. That's,
1: the Federation's like the tax man. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hey,
2: France. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Wow, <Well>, they. <laughs> they It is the Federation. You know what I it's mean? It's not though. like the players paid for their airfare to get around. That's a right? good point. Somebody's got to pay for the plane and the training. Hey, like, guys, yeah. it's
1: good success. We want our cut. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What a you know, it was really great It was
2: like. Hockey Canada. Like oh, they did. take everything. They ain't given 700K yeah, they, to Nolan. God, what, what, no one. Besides their executives. Bob Nichols. Well, what's that, uh, Steve? What did
4: Croatia get? Do you know, for being runner up? Yeah, like, Croatia got. Was there? Hopefully,
2: money
1: in
4: Croatia? Sleep,
2: sleep with the prime minister. Croatia the got. President yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Croatia got
4: like 300. Yes, it's. Yeah. 300 each. That's pretty so, good. So the, final, so the finals themselves are worth almost half of what. You would have gotten it every other round combined, I guess. Yeah, to win exactly. The thing. No,
2: no, exactly. It's yeah. it's sort of like the NFL too. Like the the Super Bowl loser isn't really getting that much less than the winner. I think the Super Bowl winners get like one hundred thirty-seven thousand, and the loser gets yeah. like ninety-six. Yeah. or you know what I mean. Yeah. It's not not a huge discrepancy. Right. You know what we need to do, Steve, is like in the old XFL, winner take all. Winning team yeah. gets paid the million-dollar game. I like it. <laughs>
4: Can you imagine on a weekly basis if that was the t like you get ninety you get like a ninety ten split on a weekly basis game by game? It would be honestly awesome. that would
1: be, it would like be the, the football best would be sports great. we'd ever see. Yes, and exactly. imagine if they took idea, the actually. money
2: that was at stake too, guys. If they actually said, "All right, look, we got three billion dollars in money for the football games. Let's split it up in each game, and winner takes all." Man, you'll see dudes doing crazy ass shit. Imagine you go in sixteen, you're pissed. <laughs> Cleveland oh Browns God. wouldn't get
1: paid. Yeah. Cleveland Browns, where's our money? <laughs> yeah, that'd be actually You know, awesome. we talk
4: about how these other football leagues never make it, but if you really wanted to have something that might be competitive in any sport, that's a great idea. I mean, from a, it's you know, that's kind of what UFC does with the fight bonuses, and those guys, you know, really want that $50,000, yeah, exactly. you know, yeah. kick, kick of the night and stuff. No, but you're right. You tell the players, in the listen. The yeah. players
2: are getting paid. Like, listen, you're getting a little salary. Bonuses. Like, obviously, yeah. you're not showing up for free. Here. No, but you get but, bonuses. Yeah. Big ones. Yeah, you guys, you want to play? You play good? You win? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
1: You get paid. What's the incentive? But it works better man? at, at the lower idea. levels.
4: Yes, well, it does. But do. it works better at the lower levels because, yeah, the NFL guys make too much where they won't care. Like, they don't care about winning the Super Bowl for the money. You know, obviously, that doesn't matter to them. Yeah, no. that's interesting. How about this, um, guys? On a tangent, I have just thought of this as we're talking. If you want to take a knee, the NFL will donate to your cause, but you got to like match it or double it or whatever. So then it's coming out of their pocket too. So they literally are paying to take a knee during the anthem. That would be an interesting spin on it too. I wonder they how many of those guys it. would put the money where their, put the money where their knee is, so to speak.
2: You I brought up too, and I don't want to get into the anthem stuff too much. Yet. Yeah. as I stated, I'm generally I'm more, I'm more pro player on the side. of things. I I am too. Let's but big games. But I will say is. I don't see a lot of players doing a lot of like uh, stuff right now. You know what I mean? It's like I don't know. Yeah, like no, you no guys, nobody's made a political statement. You, you have a pretty big platform right now. I now know. You guys, I have... NFL guys, not like you did. All right, we're putting together this game, and you know, it's a free game for everyone. But we're going to talk to you about what you know, what we are, our message is. Yeah. You guys ain't With doing state jack. With the of things, they're just dead. Like, we're, we're, yeah, you're right. Where's the, what's going you're on? Here? Beating chicks up, and, and then suddenly when the season starts, they're all political. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, like maybe if they be political under, all year, under Steve. contract. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. When they're under contract, like they're
4: political. When they're free, yeah, of entrance, they're saying. quiet.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, right exactly. now, like, I don't know. I don't see a lot of you guys protesting and talking about anything in the offseason. Like, it's right. like you save We're, it for, like, making the,
1: the roster.
4: <laughs> yeah. Or I'm trying to make the roster, right? The third stringers aren't protesting a lot during these preseason games coming up. I would wager to bet on well, that. That is such a good
1: point you raise. It's so, it's just, they're so transparent. Like all this, you think now's the time with all the things that
2: are happening. You would think, you know, you know, before training camp and all the other stuff, do something. Yeah, but the thing it. is, most of the players didn't care. They didn't, yeah. most of the players didn't have a political statement. And they call it Kaepernick did, Yeah, and he's still not right? playing. And exactly. It is sort of. But one thing we will say, Steve, and Cam, we're talking about. Well, it'd be cool if you just played for money. Isn't that what makes college football so good? College football players do go that they extra go wild, step. Yeah. They. They try harder. Guys try harder. Look at all the Alabama players. They all say NFL's a joke. They're like, "God, oh, this is way easier than Alabama. Right? That, that player, and they go yeah, through yeah. that stuff at Alabama. LSU. Leonard Fournette said the same thing. He said, this is way easier than the SEC and what I had to go through to get here. And, you know, those like Alabama, LSU, they run these players into the ground and stuff. You get to the NFL and it's there's union rules. Like, yep. the practice is like 90 minutes. I'm just, you know just going to say like one thing, I'm
1: going to say one thing, one example.
2: That Byron Leftwich play at
1: Marshall where they're yeah. carrying him, that would never happen exactly. in the NFL. Yeah, never. but why
2: would he do that? Number one, he's a winner. Yeah. He's a chair. He's a legend. Uh-huh. But number two, he wants to make it to the Damn NFL. Damn right. Look at this guy. He's guts. sending a message. Look what I'll do to win a game, guys. Cool. Yep. That's what makes college sports so What's good. You? The players are desperate. They're hungry for success. And then they lose it. The NBA players are the worst. Once they get to the NBA, it's like there, he made it. Hey, Steve.
4: Well, you only got the whole thing in life. You only have to get rich once. And once you make the NFL or the NBA, you've gotten rich for life. And why would you risk that anymore? Cuz the more you play, the more money you make. So you don't have to be super special anymore. Um, you just yeah, have to yeah. survive. You got oh, like that. to stay. like that. You don't have to get
1: rich once. You
4: have to get. it's, well, it's uh, like Chris Bosh. But it's, a, it, it, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a I remember Chris Bosh. it's like you don't risk all your. You know, you put a couple million aside. You never touch it again. You know why? It, that's why these guys that go broke. It, it's it's so pathetic because, you have to try to do that almost at that point. There was a dude that dove for a loose
2: ball, on the Bulls. Omar, uh, what's the guy's name? That guy. You know the guy. The guy uh, with the shirt and the shoes. <laughs> um, but, anyways, <laughs> that guy, <laughs> yeah, that guy, one of those guys, the white guy, um, Caspi, nah, don't he's don't on another channel, it's, it's, it's who like was a Turkish like? dude, or whatever, Mar- he's bounced around okay. a journeyman NBA <laughs> player, right? Anyways, <laughs> a journeyman NBA player, dove for a loose ball and nearly clipped Chris Bosch. Like, Bosch yeah. sort of stumbled a bit, and Bosch, like, told him after he said, Yo, yo. We don't die for loose balls, man, unless it's the playoffs. And it was sort of like Bosch was like, oh, Bosch is a bitch. And, you know, we're playing hard and stuff. And Bosch told him, like, he did a money sign to the kid. (laughs) He said, watch yourself. don't." And he basically, he wasn't complaining like you nearly hurt me. He was like, kid, settle down. It's a regular season game here. You know what I mean? You you got a career. I got a career. Don't take out someone's (laughs) knee or your own knee diving for a loose ball here. And you know what? After I see how the Raptors treated DeMar DeRozan, I totally get it, Steve. You know, I I really do. Why go that extra length? You know what I mean? Fans want the extra length, but the teams don't give the extra length back. Everyone's in it for themselves. It's just a fact.
4: It, it, it reminds me of one of the last Redskins games I was at probably 15 years ago. It's when they beat the Giants <laughs> on Christmas Eve to make the playoffs. So, you know, it's been a while because they made the playoffs on Christmas Eve. They qualified. He's a great fan. He stopped going after five. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Just, here's here's Steve's <laughs>
1: fan. Haven't seen the Capitals in 20. You know, the Redskins. He gave, <laughs> gave up on the skins after <laughs>
2: Reed left. Eh? <laughs> Joe Gibbs left.
4: Might have, might have been the last game I've been to in D.C. It was 2005 or 2006. They beat the Giants on Christmas Eve as a Saturday game. And, um, I mean, remember during halftime we had good club level seats and our normal seats that over the years had always been a little bit higher up when they went to the new stadium but um these are different seats and during halftime i'm walking around and they've got a sales guy there because the club level is like half full they never have been able to sell those and um i remember i just was curious what the cost was i mean i wasn't interested and i looked at him and he had to make he had to make a four-year purchase and i go so you have to lock in for four years and he goes quote we ask you to make a four-year commitment to the team is what he has, how he phrased four it. Year commitment. <laughs> my damn alma mater. I was like, these guys won't yeah, like, even be locked. here for four years. They're not making yeah. a commitment to anybody. So that's just the mindset. That rubbed me the wrong way big time. Not that I cared, <laughs> but um, I still think of that every time. I see it half empty at the Redskins games. The They're asking people to, to make a commitment to the team. I mean, how can't. about you guys make a commitment <laughs> to <laughs> winning? Exactly. <laughs> All right, exactly so right. Uh,
2: <laughs> speaking of commitment to winning, um, there's only been three dudes that seem to win every race uh, this week. You and I always, every year, we get a kick out of it, Steve. Uh, you know, it's not bad on TV, actually, but remember, we always laugh about Pocono. I know somebody that went to their first ever NASCAR race at Pocono. It's the worst place to go to see a race. <laughs> Track's like, you know, it's massive. He's like, like, yeah. no, You're what's in the going, woods. What's like, going yeah, on over there? You can't, can't see anything. <laughs> yeah, where's my binoculars? You said you see a car because <laughs> you, you got binoculars. It's like two miles away on the other side of the track it's literally it's like yeah, that it, big, it, Steve. It's, yeah. we've talked about it. it's the worst place to go watch a race Steve Pocono
4: yeah this um and, and just to make it even worse is it's the second time they've raced here in a month and a half they sneak both of these in the middle this summer because it's such a terrible track but from a handicapping <laughs> perspective um it's actually kind of nice because these guys ran here on Sunday June 3rd and let's look at the top four for that race Truex Jr. Larson Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick and then Brad Keslowski. Look at the odds right now. Basically, those top three are three to one everywhere. Larson's like maybe eight to one, and Keslowski's the only other guy within range. So they're the top five on the spray or the early summer race. Truex led 31 laps. Harvick led 89 laps. And then Kyle Bush led 13. Kezlowski led 10. The rest of the field combined only led 13 laps. By the way, Larson finished second without leading a lap. So if yeah. there's ever a cookie cutter track, this is it. And you know, what this, you is you though, right this is What's the car track, though, Steve.
2: This is the car track, is it? It's the car track. This is where you need the horsepower. You need to have the car. I mean, some course, some it's some of these tracks,
4: yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Some of these tracks, it's like in the shorter tracks. We talk about it like the better drivers always win. Usual suspects here too, but there's so much open space, Cam. Your car matters. That's you know what I mean? If you're right. all jammed in and, like, on exactly. a road course, it's like, all right, I got a shot here. When it's flat. When you got like two and a half cars. miles, you can't keep up with a better team. You know what I mean? It's like, I can't keep up with this over the course of a two and a half mile track. Exactly.
1: That, that, no, that's what they were
2: saying. I think it's a simple one, guys. I think Truax wins, Steve. He's on fire.
4: Well, uh, the thing is, though, Kevin Harvick won the first and second stages and led 89 laps but finished fourth. So you He's can make an argument he though. was the most dominant car but he's never yeah, but won. You know, he was he's not 35 starts.
3: Dominant.
4: I know, but he was the most dominant car for the majority of that first race, even though Truex finished it off. And then he had Kyle Busch and Larson right between them. Any of those guys are capable of winning. They're all going to be top five or top ten. Um, there's no value in the odds at three to one. Cause you play all three of them, you break even, although one of them probably wins, you know, last week I mentioned if it wasn't one of the big three, which it turned out to be again, Harvick beat Kyle Busch, that I thought it would be one of Harvick's teammates, either Almirola or Boyer Almirola yeah. probably had the best car last week. Um, he's really running well in that number 10. That used to be Danica Patrick's car it just shows what a difference of a driver he is compared to Patrick. So, you know, it's, he's a guy to keep an eye on by the way, he was seventh in this race earlier um Clint Boyer wasn't quite as strong um but he's good on flat tracks. sometimes you know those are guys if you're looking for a flyer maybe on a longer shot it's one of Harvick's teammates like Kurt Busch, Alan Mueller, or Boyer
1: yeah I'm, was he 33 to 1 Gabe and he finished seventh. so those cars that, that have the horsepower some... yeah might be something to look at, especially from a fantasy perspective. When you're getting a guy that deep, Steve, in the field, and you know he's probably good for a five, top five, or a top ten.
2: You know, it's amazing, guys. Uh, yep. There's been 20 20 races uh, this year. Yep. And Martin Truex, Kevin Harvick, or Kyle Busch have won 15,
4: 15 of the 20.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know for 15 of the 20 yeah, of two races. Yeah,
4: two of those were Talladega and Daytona that they did not yeah, win. Yeah, good point. So those are basically coin flips. So you take those yeah. out, they've won what 15 of the 18 other races, which is insane. That's-
2: That is insane. Wow. And, you know, first uh, it was Harvick who was hot. Then it was Bush. Truex. Truex (laughs) is heating up right now. Always a pleasure, Steve. Thanks for the time. Thanks, guys. Take care.
5: Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. 844-
2: song uh, makes me think of the Kansas City Chiefs. What? Start me up. Yeah, that's what they play when they kick <laughs> dan- the ball off. Dan- 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 dan. They kicked the ball off last night in uh, in Montreal. And yeah. uh, Vernon Adams actually looked pretty good in the Man, first half. He could hustle. From a fantasy perspective, it was a good play, Cam. I took him, and uh, he was $6,200 only. Remember, we talked about it with Ben Kramer yesterday. Yep. Uh, 22 DK points, man. It's good for a quarterback. He's, like he's electric in the open field for $6,200. Great, great. Yeah. It's good value. But Johnny Manziel, once again, did not get on. The I, field. I don't know. There's something. You
1: know what? I'm going to say this and you've been talking about this for a while. There's something going on. I don't care if they're saying, <laughs> oh, everything's great or whatever. When you have this guy, Hamilton doesn't put him in for one play, not one trick play or one, even one offensive set for something in his skill set. He goes to Montreal. He still knows. He's learning the playbook and stuff, but there's simple, basic plays from any type of football league that you could throw Johnny Manziel in. The guy played college football. He's not an idiot. He's not coming in off the street. He knows. Do something simple for him. Create a package. Something. I don't know what the hell is going on. I like trying to make a statement like,
2: we're not going to, ooh, we just Yeah, want to rush down to they down to Russia. Yeah. I mean,
1: come on, man.
2: Well, people it's getting stupid. It is getting stupid, and it's getting to be manipulative. How many like Manziel jerseys do they sell in Hamilton? Oh, a yeah. lot. Yep, they, they did. They never played. Like Montreal last night. Oh, yeah, people were busting them out. They already had them I for know. sale. Manziel jerseys. And Supposedly, they sold out right away. They're selling well. Didn't play. You can't keep selling jerseys for a guy and not putting them on the field. Like people in Montreal last night were understanding because Manziel's been there. Exactly, yeah. I expect, look, they're playing next Friday against Hamilton. It gives them against a. Against Hamilton, yes, too. It's, perfect. it's so, a perfect storm. You know, I can just see it now, though. They're going to go, yep, well, Vernon right. Adams looked pretty good yep. last week, so we're going to start him and we'll see what Manziel. You know what I mean? But at some point, like you said, at some point, they got to drop him on the field. I'm not upset about it last night, no. but I'm with you. Should have had a couple of plays for him. They, they should, get well, him in there. We
1: should have had a few sets in Hamilton, too. It's not hard to do that. You talk about it, the Canadian Football League. If it's anything, two yards or under, usually the backup quarterback comes in. You get a, a free yard off, off the ball. So a guy like Johnny Manz it's just, it makes, it actually, you know, you can look at it from every angle. It's almost like they're trying to punish this guy. Like, we know he did this in the past. Like, we, oh, he's going to have to wait his turn. He's going to, like, it, it, it almost feels that is like one of those things, things, things. You know, it's like the you CFL wants what, to be like, like the he, big bad te- teacher. You know, he ha- he's coming in for detention. We're not letting him off.
2: Well, that's, that's what it thing, feels at like. At some point, you're right. It's a good point that I was thinking about that too. They're like, well, you know, they've got to to watch him, him. And it's like. He didn't kill anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's another thing. He didn't hit a woman. He didn't hit well, another woman. Well, actually, uh, he was accused of hitting a woman. Was he really? Yeah. <laughs> no,
1: no. But is it not proven? I'm not laughing. Not proving, though, right? Uh,
2: oh, yeah, it was proven. He, he, he admitted to it in did? court. And, oh. uh, well, I don't know. He pleaded to, yeah. Well, I
1: didn't. that's not good.
2: No, I think it was more, though. Uh, like a drunken domestic? No, I think it was, like, verbal. Oh, I don't know. He might have. He did something in a car. I don't know. He might have, like. Uh... He didn't throw her out of a moving car. <laughs>
1: I'm saying that didn't happen. <laughs> what the hell? Is He's playing football still? <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's like, wow. I, I think
2: he got into a fight with her in a car while oh, they were driving or okay. something. I don't know. Yeah, it like... could be
1: pretty stressful in traffic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you gotta have an argument. Yeah, in no, he's not he's
2: about. not Ray Rice, right? No, he's not. He's not Ray no, Rice. No, so I'm just stating yeah, like and I'm not even saying that. Like with the case, I remember the case. It wasn't I'm not making light of it, but it no. wasn't it wasn't yeah. like he's over the top domestic abuser. It was a drunk argument that yes. seemed like it's sort of a drunk spat the police were called and
1: Gonna be honest with you, with a drunk spat, uh, these things can happen.
2: Yeah, it's the same thing. I don't know if he took her phone or something. That's it. It's well, always that should way. Shouldn't touch somebody else's phone either. Really bad vibe. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Like if you have, if somebody has a phone and you're like looking into somebody's numbers and stuff, that's a real bad play. I don't like it.
2: Yeah, I once ripped the uh, the phone out of someone's wall.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah, they weren't like too an, old, an
2: old rotary, like yeah.
1: one of those wall phones. <laughs> they weren't too happy. No, I wouldn't be very happy if you ripped out my phone either. <laughs> Why'd you rip out the phone? Just something to do. Like, was was the phone well, bugging you? Was, was it ringing? A, was it a lot? No, I
2: was having a uh, bad day. A dispute with somebody. Oh,
1: <laughs> interesting. You went for the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh bad.
2: Yeah, no, I just—I didn't rip yeah, the phone yeah. off the wall. I ripped like the cable out of it, like the saw. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, like, so
1: those are replaceable.
2: Yeah, but I basically made the phone like unusable I understand <laughs> which we were talking about. So basically I was Chris Brown before Chris Brown exactly Except I never bit Rihanna you're Gary Brown not Chris <laughs> that's Brown. a very good point <laughs> the hamsters on the wheel very very yeah, very, see, very very I'm, good I'm point. listening Thank you. I'm remembering Gary Brown so is Boom City Bush and we appreciate you tuning in because uh, that's what I like I like listeners that contribute yep. uh, just uh, negative tweets to me <laughs> God I'm starting to hate Twitter all right. Uh, uh,
1: you're, you 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 let, you throw a lot of things out there. That's that's the thing. No, no, you're a busy not. guy.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's You know what I don't like about Twitter is I'm too nice. So, like, I follow too many people. Yep. I'm like, oh, this guy's a listener of mine, and this guy's a fan of mine, and so you know, I'll follow him back. But then I see their political takes and their takes on things, and I'm like, why am I following this person? I don't want to see this guy's tweets. So, you know, I'm trying to um, – I don't want to be a dickhead to everybody online, but, you know, I'm trying I'm, – I'm paring it down – and um yeah, I'm you know, I'm going on like unfollow uh purging. Oh you really are? <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I just haven't really done that yet, but it was something yeah, it's like.
2: Because I get tweets on like yeah. I when I go online and I see things, I see things from people that I follow. It's like I don't wanna see um James Woods' tweets and yeah. you know, lock her up and <laughs>
1: <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> There's just not enough time in the no, day to deal a, with this. like shit. yeah, like, like you I'm got like a lot. Really, of, like, you got a lot of things on your plate. You got to kind of want to keep it like yeah. the things that are important. I got
2: multiple shows. I got yeah. a I got a record to record. Yeah, you know yeah what I mean, I you know, yeah.
1: not a lot of idle time.
2: Yeah, so I, I like a guy like Boom City Bush who says Omar Asik. He's the player I was talking Omar about. Omar Asik. Yeah, that's a good call. Good so, call. No, but I, wasn't I pretty? I thought I thought I said it pretty <laughs> clearly when I said it was Omar Asik. I said, that guy, like yeah. that Turkish guy, I said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, He's I think a... that white guy, the Turkish That's guy that who guy. wears the shoes. That guy? The shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Krusty the Clown. I'm washed up. I'm all done. I'm like that guy who used to be on TV. What's his name? You know? Wore a shirt. <laughs> 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 That's a great line. Just like that you know, guy wore wore a shirt. Yeah, Omar Asik. He was the one to dole for the loose ball.
1: Omar Asik. All right. I, l- I like Bosch, though. Giving him the money sign. That's good, Redzi. Hey, buddy, this. <laughs> yeah. Like it was it. like Skinner with the books. Your education for your kids. And he just gives them the fingers. Oh, it's going to cost money. No, no. We'll use like the same this. curriculum.
2: <laughs> Boom City says, my family, uh, we're all Browns fans. We took a family uh, Christmas picture all in Manziel jerseys. Now that I think about it, we look like idiots. <laughs>
1: It's actually funny when I used to do those bar gigs, they had Cleveland Browns. couple they used to roll in, like Mr. and Mrs. Manziel, too. You'd be surprised. There's a lot of Cleveland Manziel jerseys out there. Like, even when I'm walking the streets, Gabe, yeah, it's, I'll it's be a honest,
2: popular jersey. Like, like, like I'll let's be honest, talk about I can't, it, I can't, yeah, like, like you can't deny Manziel he, is popular. He is. People like want to see him succeed. Funny, you
1: know what know what I mean? Mean? Yeah, no, and I'm not just talking about like in the major cities. I was out in the sticks, and people got Manziel
2: jerseys, you know? Dude, so look, they were in Montreal, Quebec yesterday. Yeah. Dude, there were all kinds of guys with brown, like, A&M Manziel jerseys, Cleveland Brown. Some crazy dude. He was like, he looked like a 50-year-old. He was like a white, bald guy in his 50s. He was all smiles. He had a Cleveland Brown Manziel jersey on. I remember, like, the the TV camera found him. Yeah, that's right. Like, at the start of the game, he was in the crowd. He had a Cleveland, they were like, oh, a lot of Manziel fans here. And he had a Cleveland Brown jersey. And he takes it off, and he's got the Manzel Alouette jersey yeah. already. He's like, "Ah!" I'm like, "Man, this guy loves Johnny Manzel. That's man. hardcore.
1: Like, <laughs> that is so hardcore. <laughs> I love it.
2: At no. this point, I'm pulling for Manzel. I am Me too. too. It's like, let the guy play. Listen, like, enough's enough. It's you know like, what I mean?
1: Here's the thing, Gabe. It's like one of those things in life. Like, remember back in the day. Tiger Woods used to beat down people. I used to cheer for the underdog. Yeah, Tiger whatever, Woods right? is the
2: underdog now. Yeah, well,
1: no, and, and, and sometimes you know, I, I admit, like, he's a little bit cocky or whatever. And when you get humbled with by a couple things now, this guy's amazing. Like he's doing things that like it's almost weird. Like he looked at it and go, okay, he's he, that if he was at Carnoustie, that guy yelled, "Hey, that Tiger, right in the back of his swing," and he went, "Come on." Tiger Woods ten years ago would have probably got his caddy yeah. and like they been kicked out. Like, yeah. Yes, that's the thing. Like you, sc- no, I'm still I'm on Tiger Woods' side. He that guy was an absolute idiot, but it's weird. Guys get humbled. We got to give him a second chance. I'm all for Johnny Manziel. I hope he rips it up. I hope he turns Montreal around. And I'll tell you, I think he can. I, I with the pro- with the proper tutelage and preparation. He does. That's have, why they can't rush it. In. Look,
2: it's a long season, man.
1: They just got a couple plays for him. They can That's still make saying. the playoffs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like,
2: they just, they can't throw him out there. Because once he's out there, he's not coming back. Yeah. He's going to be on the field. That's true. And I like what Johnny Manziel said last night. You know, or he was talking to Matt Dunnigan. Dunnigan relayed it. And uh, I got to tell you last night, I don't even watch the game. You would have thought that, uh, the that the Pope and Jesus Christ uh, had signed in the Canadian Football League. They uh, they yeah. had like anybody that worked for the network was okay. there like the they had like an yeah. hour pregame I, show Johnny Manziel Johnny Manziel I don't, don't want to say this loosely Gabe the broadcast
1: crew sounded like they got into drinks before the game kind of like it was a very I'm the only it, one that says I that. think it was very sloppy last
2: night a lot of people asked were asking me on Twitter they were like is it just me or does Dunnigan sound a little like drunk tonight no yeah, the thing is that you know what it was Rod Smith was terrible yes like he got every call wrong he was like no it was you first down it was a very bad he game kept on confusing night. the teams he was like uh first down Aloes it's like they don't have the no. ball rod right I
1: know And there was
2: another time too like it was like second and 21 and Edmonton threw it for like seven yards and he his his tone was like and Duke Williams makes the catch unbelievable and then Dunnigan sort of saved him and goes, yeah. And they're still nine yards short of the first down. Exactly. Like and they got some of that penalty back. It was like Rod was, and they were joke. I don't, I don't think they were drunk. No. I think they were just sloppy. No, I'm
1: not saying I'm not gonna say drunk. It sounded, limited. like if you were being a first time listener, you're saying people are sa- uh, go, talking to you about it. It didn't sound like it was a regular broadcast. There was a lot
2: of problems. Well, and I'll tell you what. If you got Manziel and these games are on ESPN, I know you gotta uh, just use Cuthbert.
1: You gotta put me in in the big games, Betsy. Touchdown, Johnny Football,
2: Johnny Manziel. Oh my in God, Montreal.
1: What? I we haven't had this reaction since Winston October went deep in November. Touchdown, Owls. The Owls are back. Oh yeah, the best is the revamp. Stamps are champs.
2: It's a great laugh.
1: <laughs> Dave's the punches, the sponge. It's
2: weird. Like, no one ever really, you don't really see I, I, Chris Cuthbert I, I, I anymore. I, I like him a lot. Chris like Cuthbert, uh, he used to be an NHL um, play-by-play man. He's sort yeah. of relegated to, like, you know, CFL now. He, he, can, do a, he can do a lot, that guy. But uh, I like, you know what, I got to give uh, Cuthbert uh, credit for. Unlike a lot of people, he uh, he shaved his head. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. weird. Like, I didn't realize, you saw, I saw him, I was like, holy crap, man. Like, he's all bald. Like, yeah. but he looks good. Yeah, it's better than like hanging on to the, the patches and the scraps. Like, um, I'm surprised. Like, it shows that he's on top of things. He just went right for it. Like, exactly. he never got to the patches and the scraps or the comb overs. Yep. He shaved it. Listen. It's go- weird because he used to look so. Yeah, really- he used to look so hokey and like friendly. I'm Chris Cuthbert. Hey, you want? Yeah. Hey, Cam, you want to play some golf? Yeah. yeah he had like the- now you look at him yeah. and it's like man, you kind of look like a psycho all yeah. bald. Like he it's- had those, yeah. he had
1: those like thinning divots at yeah. the side of his head, and that's a great point. Like I tell my buddies, who he looks a lot tougher too, now.
2: Yeah, it's a good point. Bald
1: when you're bald, instead of having like the you know when those guys have the two side patches, yeah, yeah, it makes you look more like a salesman. But when you go bald, it makes you look like more of a fighter. Like a guy bald will always look tougher than a guy with the side divots
2: he's a good he's a yeah. good play
1: by he's a great broadcaster <laughs> i miss him actually he's losing
2: he's he's losing some of that high pitch though
1: yeah i know yeah actually, he's different now you're right he's, he's getting older used to be his thing yeah now he's a little more raspy
2: yeah
0: yeah but he used to go real
1: high yeah great <laughs> great guy cc love him yeah you know what and you bring up the point and i'm gonna reiterate it this is not hokey stuff anymore like we, you have new listeners to your late night program. You got the SBR guys, all their friends. People are tuning in to these games that you're talking about. We can't be throwing yokels on on here, going on, ah, and like it just doesn't sound like a professional broadcast. The D team in the NFL, like they're still amazing. Like you know what I mean?
2: Well, here's a story from New Jersey that's pretty strange. I know that sounds strange in its own right, right? Yeah. Because nothing ever, <laughs> nothing ever happens weird in New Jersey. I read about this story. I've known about this story as uh, it proves. I just I spent too much time on computers, evidently, that I knew I know about this. So this was a mystery here, uh, Cam. There was a high school. There's a high school in New Jersey. On the football field and the track, and basically somebody was taking a dump on the field and track.
1: Out of all the places you could go, you dumped on the track.
2: On a daily basis.
1: Okay. And they
2: knew it wasn't a dog. It was. It was human. They fe- could tell the difference between human feces yes. and dog
1: feces. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Good, those are sharp, sharp people in
2: the lab. I
1: know. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Uh,
2: I don't want to get too graphic, yeah, but you, tell, tell. I'm interested. You can just kind of tell. I'm interested. You can tell, like you yeah. <laughs> know. All right. So. Well, it appears uh, that this guy's uh, this guy's career is now down the toilet. As um, a, the New Jersey superintendent, he actually worked at the school. What serial high school track pooper has resigned as superintendent? It's a weird fetish to have, man. Like every listen, everybody has some weird thing that we that people do that you're like, that's ah, a little strange. But taking a like, talk, like, talk like on a track, like who has an right obsession up. with going and taking a shit on a daily basis? Yeah. Like, all right, once. Man, I was stuck. I was at the field, no, and no. it was 2 in the morning. I, I, I had to go under the stand. I didn't have a choice. I'm going to
1: play the role. This guy, Wisconsin is Wisconsin. he works yes. there.
2: He's the superintendent there. Yes. So. Look at him, Cam. Look, he's a... Wow, he looks pretty uh, messed <laughs> up.
1: I'm going to tell you, though, Gabe. Let me
2: just uh, tell the story. Okay. So, a New Jersey superintendent accused yep. of uh, pooping on a local high school football field and track uh, field on a daily basis has resigned. Thomas Tram- uh, Tramaglini... Was arrested in May and charged with lewdness, littering and defecating in public. You know how much money he was making? How much? Oh, my God. Like, when, 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 when man are we ever underpaid? He is take, He was on a paid leave from his $147,000-a-year uh, job. How the hell it look for That's 14- the
1: thing. It takes away from what I was saying. I thought he was shitting on the track because he's like, that's me against the system. Like, more money. Now that you say that it's that, it's making 147 this guy, a year. this guy should be shining the track. Like, seriously, are you kidding me? You're shitting on it? Wow. What a joke. That's a lot of bread. That's almost shocking, actually.
2: 150 I don't know what the deal is with this, but there was another story I saw recently, and it's the same thing. It was a woman. Somebody was taking a dump on somebody's lawn on a daily basis.
1: A human on a lawn. Yeah. Okay.
2: And like the neighbors saw and they were like, Man, we just saw like a chick jogger take a dump on our lawn. And same thing. She did it on a daily basis. They set up cameras and they busted the girl and she was like like a, a housewife normal chick, the one jogging, but for some reason That's their
1: thing, shitting on lawns. I guess it's
2: I guess it's some sort of weird fetish type yeah. of weird like
0: habit.
1: the fantasy sports radio network game time decisions
2: well i never imagined we'd be talking uh, about uh feces but yeah. here
1: we
5: are
2: well we talk about feces on this there's a lot of bad teams out there i'm not even talking about milan luchard um <laughs> Sorry. Came time no, no. decisions, ready, ready, See, ready.
1: Like, that's the thing. Like, you go on these other shows or whatever, and, like, sometimes, you know, you crack a joke. Like, like, like I get it. I start laughing. Like, sometimes, like you know what I mean? That's a good joke. I appreciate yeah, yeah. it. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> kind of feel like Ed McMahon, you know. All you right. Know? So All right.
2: we'll get to you, Cameron, in a second here. But uh, it's yeah. unbelievable Here is uh, We were just talking about, so this uh, superintendent in New Jersey, for some reason, was defecating and taking dumps on a daily basis on the football field. Yep. The same high school he worked at. Making $147,000.
1: As well as the track. Yeah.
2: And I brought up the story. I said, yeah, yeah. there's there's also uh, a story about a suburban housewife. She looks like a successful sort of going for a jog every morning. Yep. Except she's she's leaving people presents every morning. <laughs> Not the kind I like. Presents. <laughs> That's good, yes. And here's even a headline in, in the New York Post. Jogger won't stop pooping on my family's lawn. Here's and it's <laughs> it's nationwide. I know. It's an it's an epidemic. Like guys, no, It's nationwide. Yeah. Like you we got the the coach in New Jersey, superintendent of New Jersey. Uh we've got the, the mom in Colorado. Um the mad oh. pooper apologizes. There's more. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: Hey man, that's what the. Guy, I'd rather tweet, be known tweet for. saying
2: it's an epidemic. I'd rather Maybe be known for like robbing a bank or something. Yeah, you know I man, it's like, ah, uh, what did you do? You ruined your life. What'd you do? Ah, you know, I was broke. I robbed a bank. And, you know, it's like, like
1: one of those things
2: too, you know, like or whatever. It's like no, there's now. At least every time this lady goes into the local like uh, Walgreens, like people are gonna look at. Yeah, there's a lady that uh, that dumps on people's lawns. It's like people when they go to jail. Like if you
1: went to jail for assault or beating up somebody, it's whatever. But. I got to believe if, like, you're a serial shitter and you go in there, that's not going to be a good uh, time for you. You know what I'm saying? Her name, not good. Uh,
2: she actually did a video apologizing.
5: Huh.
2: Her name's uh, Shirley. Oh, Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> Said she's sorry. Said she suffered a traumatic brain injury before yeah. in her life, and she loses control of her bowels. Uh,
3: Except they're saying, no, nah, nah, it's not nah, true. That is not true because you're doing at she the she same died. house. Yeah. <laughs> sorry.
1: I'm not even a lawyer. Lo- Come on you and a monkey could come up and say that's bs that is a bunch of crap so it's at the same time in the same lawn come on shirley <laughs> shirley you know any shirleys do you know any shirleys in your life no my mom knew a shirley and uh, she was uh, just a uh,
2: piece of work oh
1: god yeah like one of the like strangest people i've ever met in my life
2: my neighbor looks like her name would be shirley let's She's bring sh- in uh, <laughs> ian cameron <laughs> Should ask you. Is your name Shirley? <laughs> That'd be the best if it was. <laughs> All
3: Shirley.
6: right, Ian Cameron. Ian. What's going on, Babano? So we got defecation uh, stories floating around. What's that in your pants? Oh, uh, human feces. What's up? Throw your crappy drawers in the hamper. Babano. Next time, come strapped with a freaking pamper. we they talking Babano. about pooping songs now.
2: Like... <laughs> All right, we also, I uh, believe, we have, uh, well, I'm being told uh, that Ian is in, and Mike Cardano is also in. but uh, Hello. We obviously don't hear them uh, right now. We don't. <laughs> we don't. Hello. We We'll. Uh, they're both on hold. They're both hello. on hold. All right. Um, we gone. Yep, Ian
6: Cameron, how are you doing? I'm doing good.
1: Ah, Babano. Hey, how are you doing, buddy?
6: I'm doing good. Apparently, I, I was running into a defecation story on the way coming on the air here. What's in your pants? Ah, oh, human feces. Throwing crappy drawers and a hamper. Next time, come strapped with a freaking pamper. I mean, is that what we're talking about today? No, uh,
1: Seriously, that's hot out of the gate right there. I like That's
6: it, hot like hot it. fire because a uh, courtesy, by the way, of the Wu-Tang Clan, who I'll be seeing on Sunday night. I'm looking forward to that.
1: Oh, nice. Nice, Babano. That's uh, that's old school right there. That's good. Yep. Wu-Tang Clan coming to ba- Babano's
2: backyard.
1: Nice.
6: Yep. Kitchener. Heat up.
2: Oh, we're going up to K. W. What would you do, yep. Babano, if you saw, like, a woman jogger taking a dump on your lawn? Uh, <laughs> would you call the police, or would you go outside and confront? What would you do? I think I'd, I would,
6: roll, yeah. I'd I'd chase her the hell away, like, get the hell out of here. Obviously, I wouldn't want to lay a hand on her. She's a woman. But still, I'd be pissed off. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd be really pissed off. and I'd, I'd, I'd go out and say, is, what the hell you, are you remember, doing? Yeah, yeah. I would. I got to say something. This is my lawn, and you're just, what, laying a nice little booper on there? What are you? You know, my dog got to scoop up after you? No, I'd, I'd say something. I'd go up there and say, what the hell are you doing? Get out of here. Do that shit. No pun intended. Somewhere else.
1: I'm kind of a pushover. I'd probably bring out a shovel and bag and clean it up the first time and watch her kind of wander away. But the second time, I'd lose it. Just say, what the hell are you doing? You got a personal vendetta against me? You'd be in so much
2: game. I hate to say it. Kathy, I, know I like this, though. The woman. You'd be in shock. At the first. Yeah, she She said that she didn't call the police yeah, for the shock. first few yes, weeks. Exa- yeah, it's she like She said shocking. after it became a regular thing, she didn't have a choice but to yeah, call the police. That's right. Yeah. No, I'd, be actually, pissed off. Uh, I'd,
6: I'd, I'd do something. I, I, I would just stand there and watch it happen sure. and do nothing and, you know, stand there picking my nose and just watch it oh. happen. I'm doing Shirley's something. A, I'm saying Shirley's something. Shirley's in
1: great shape. She looks like she's in great shape. She's got a real problem, though. She doesn't like toilets.
2: Yeah, and I think, though, that Shirley's <laughs> kind of full of it with, yeah. oh, I have a brain injury. You look like you're in great shape. Sure. In every yeah, part. I know. Brain, brain injury, yeah, you'd, yeah. Uh, you'd be in bed. Come it's on, like, no. Shirley. For some reason, no. you get kicks like taking a dump on your neighbor's lawn. Exactly. There's no mental problem or whatever you just got that's your thing dude you you dump on hard surfaces drunk guy tried to take a piss in my courtyard oh not good i was on my balcony and i yelled i said i swear to god i'm gonna come down there and ram your dick down your throat i like that zipped up and sort of stumbled away also
1: your courtyard's encased So it's good. You could see Prowlers and those guys doing things.
2: It's kind of like it's a good viewpoint you have, Morenzi, for, uh, you know, warding off danger. All right. So once again, (laughs) perfect segue. Speaking of feces. Feces. Toronto Argonauts play this season. Yeah. (laughs)
6: They're playing like feces right now, yeah. Yeah, The players.
2: No disrespect to the players. You guys are good guys on the Argos, but you guys really do kind of suck. Not good. (laughs) Hey, Babano.
1: Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. I was, oh, okay. Good, good. I thought we lost you again. I was, I was just gonna say, uh, in this game, it's one of these things. It's hard to back Toronto. They're ten point dogs. Revenge situation. Inflated points. Like, would you go back to these guys or just say, you know what, they're this bad. It's in Winnipeg. I'm gonna lay the points. I kind of like. I'm kind of want to take Toronto, but it, it's hard after watching these guys play. But you could tell with Tressman, he's a good coach. Yeah, uh, they're gonna be pretty pissed off and frustrated. But will it be enough?
6: That's going to be the big question. I mean, James Franklin struggled. I mean, not even 200 total yards in the loss last week. That's a concern. Uh, The offense just isn't working. You know, James Wilder Jr. is banged up. He's going to play tonight. He's going to try to play through it. We don't know if he'll be 100%. He's going to play. But, you know, they got to get James Franklin. they got to get the passing attack going. And they've had trouble doing that. The issue I got with Winnipeg here is they played BC back-to-back games and they fell asleep the second time they played BC when they got out to that big lead and blew it. Are they complacent tonight? Are they maybe bored having to play Toronto again after they waxed them last week? That's my one little issue with uh, laying 10 points here with them tonight. I just played the over in this game at 53. uh, Five straight overs between Toronto and Winnipeg. They had one last week. I do think Toronto's offense has nowhere to go but up uh, after that performance last week. And Winnipeg's going to score because Toronto's defense is terrible now and they're injury riddled secondary there's people out linebacking spot there's two starters out uh, defensive line frank beltray's out so there's a lot of injuries on this toronto defense it showed last week it might show again because winnipeg at home what did they hang 40 on bc 30 on edmonton uh, the two home games they've played uh, i think they'll get to 30 at least tonight and make another long night for that argo d
2: ian cameron sportsmemo.com uh, Sportsbook uh, Review's uh, YouTube page, you can see his videos, get his picks, uh, you see his videos over at uh, sportsbookreview.com's YouTube page, his picks at sportsbabo.com and you mentioned it, Babano, you know, the CFL schedule maker is uh, clearly drunk uh, this year, horrible job. Of not mixing it up and bye weeks and just, you know, everything's just done. I don't know. It's just lazy and sloppy. They just just, literally put it together and didn't even look at it. Terrible. There's no cohesion to
6: the schedule. None
2: zero at all. From a fan perspective, we don't want to see these same matchups every week. Exactly. Right? I get it. There's nine teams, but you can still set it up that you don't, you know, these back-to-backs is ridiculous. And, um, but as you stated, so you get the Bombers, who are clearly a better football team. They are. But. It's human nature. They're going to be like, man, exactly. these Argos are terrible. We played them last week. We know how bad they are. The game, and It's that angle. And, and then conversely, and you have them. the Argos who are completely embarrassed and humiliated. And like Babano said, they only can go up at some point. I mean, they have to play with a little pride. Sounds like you are thinking about taking the 10. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> It's
2: tough. <laughs> uh, that smells like defecation on the lawn, guys. I've been, yeah. I've watched, I've been all three games. Trust. I've seen them. one no, Franklin's no. got real problems. The offensive line's terrible. They are. They play one D. And the one time you are actually
1: you go against these guys, they actually beat Edmonton, so they could show up. They played like crap that game too. Yeah, they got it. They done. fell out. Edmonton's backwards into
6: it. offense could not like the. The end zone was like a wall yep. in front of it for Edmonton that day. They kept screwing up time and time again in Toronto territory. They could have there. 40 points in that game. Yep,
2: of course that was. Like it just, it's just <laughs> is. Like <laughs> I was there. Yeah. So I, I like the over here. Yeah, I like the over too. And uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm going to take the points with the
1: Argos. Just like that's, I'm taking it. It'll be be
2: ten and a half, tough eleven too, by but game Yeah, time.
1: yeah. I'm sorry. I yeah. After the, like, I thought Montreal might be that dog this week, but. It's actually a good spot, but ben, me and my buddy, like when you when a team gets pummeled in baseball, like 13 to two, take a look. They usually come back the next game with personal pride and win. It's hard. It's hard. No, it's hard to back a bad team. Inflated points. You know what? I'm gonna ride the Argos. The good ship Argonaut game, but uh, you know it uh, usually has holes in the boat. Argos. Argos.
6: They're at least getting a lot of points anyway. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Getting a lot of points. They're playing on Thursday night.
1: Oh yeah, next next <laughs> Thursday, next Thursday, next yeah. Thursday yeah. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. first Thursday. I think we're night gonna game. go to that game. We're gonna go to that game. The you should come down.
2: Uh, Red Blacks and Hamilton uh, Tiger Cats. Red Blacks and the Tiger Cats uh, tomorrow. Point spread's been sitting at five and a half. Totals climbing up a little bit, up to fifty six. Me personally, I don't trust the Hamilton Tiger Cats laying points, and uh, I'm gonna be on the Ottawa Red Blacks. I think Ottawa's Autumn. offense uh, comes to play. I like the, I think the, it should be a higher scoring game. We'll see now. Masoli doesn't have Manzel looking over his shoulder. You know
1: what? Game we're starting yep. to after all those unders. Think about the last couple games: I Toronto, agree. Winnipeg
2: yep. over last night, over Montreal I think to, we'll start
1: to know see know some we're seeing, points. Yeah. We're seeing Babano the hot summer heat and some overs. Some guys play, making lazy it's plays to, and when
3: stuff. When
6: it cools
2: down, it'll be a higher scoring too.
1: Yeah. Well, the, it's at least the last couple games we're seeing more over trends.
6: And, you know, what we've seen in a lot of these games that have been higher scoring lately, more P.I. penalties, more bad tackling. We saw a ton of bad tackling last night, horrible tackling on both sides. And the the weather warming up has something to do with that. Defenses get tired. I'm reading Ottawa wants to play more up-tempo, no-huddle offense, because that's what worked for them last week against B.C. When they slowed it down, uh, their offense bogged down. When they started to run hurry up, that's when they started to move the ball last week against B.C., So, uh, Rick Campbell and the coaching staff hinting they might go that way again. Uh, I think now with Manziel gone, Masoli's got a chance to calm down, relax. He had a couple of tough performances against Saskatchewan and that crazy blitz happy defense that Chris Jones uh puts in there. Uh now you're playing against a media auto was up and down. I mean they have a win, they have a loss, they have a win, they have a loss. They won last week. Uh I liked Hamilton at the opener. It's cr- climbed up a bit, but less than a touchdown I'd lean to Hamilton. Like the over a lot though. I think you're going to see points. I think Masoli's going to settle down and play a lot better. And Chris Williams being there, I'll tell you what, Chris Williams will fit the offense well because June Jones likes receivers in space. Where they can make plays yards after the catch, where they can use their speed. Chris Williams is actually a good fit for this Ty Cat offense, the way they run it.
1: Just uh, six points. I'm it's so hard this game because you you know Ottawa can play well, but you've seen them lay eggs. Hamilton was horrible against Saskatchewan.
2: Big number. Well, we're going to find out yeah. a lot about both teams, true be it's, told. It's a good call. Ottawa That's- had to play Calgary a couple of times. Yep. And, um, you know, Calgary just shuts everybody down. And Hamilton plays West Division opponents in every game so
6: far. This is their first East Division game. A step down in class, maybe a chance to get things rolling again.
2: And you've got to give, and me personally, I've been a little critical of Hamilton over the last couple of weeks. I'm just not a big fan of the operation of June Jones and and how he approaches things. But I do, uh, to their defense, I cannot deny that, that playing all West is not cool I talked about it earlier in the week like last year I think it was 29 and 11 you know maybe during the break I'll try to yep. quickly uh, yeah. throw this together yeah you wouldn't
1: mind a few argos and alouette's on your schedule I think
2: this year after last night is 12 and 4 uh mm-hmm. west versus east like guys so this I'm I'm saying this for people listening right now if you're a novice or a um, you're new to betting on the Canadian Football League it's that much of a discrepancy like essentially the west the western division team will win about Seventy five percent of the time and they'll always win at home. Once in a while the East Team can pull off uh, pull off a win at and, home. And the Alberta teams are powerhouses, Edmonton Calgary, like that. They're and the power
1: of the West.
6: And no disrespect to Ottawa, but if we lose this game a second straight home game in a row after being off since Thursday after that bad second half, if we lose this game, I'm officially a worried and upset Hamilton Tight Cat season ticket holder. I get worried about this team if they don't play well here. <laughs>
2: If <laughs> you're concerned. <laughs> Come on, Babano. You've been around long enough to know. Uh, CFL uh, doesn't start, they say, until after Labor Day.
6: That's true. But two and four would not sit well.
2: It's hard not to make the playoffs. Yeah, it's true. Did you know that in the history, also, I learned all this stuff sitting next to uh, this this old man at the football game. I don't know who the hell this guy oh, he was. was Mister Knowledge? I think he's a former referee or something. Well, he had stats for you? Oh no, he was banging stuff <laughs> off. Like I, I told the guy, I said, "You're the smartest guy I've ever sat next to at a game, sir." He was like an old man. He looked like just, and he was dressed kind of like just hat pulled over his. Rrr, rrr, he was talking, but, um, yeah, and he was telling me, he goes, you know, um. He goes 12 times, I think, it's been the West has crossed over in the East. You know, like in the, the playoffs? Yeah, The East has never crossed over in the West. That's right. It's probably like, not going to start yes. anytime soon <laughs> either. Ever. Ever. Like, so it's not <laughs> like new, guys. It's not no. like new that it's like, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? It's just yep. a recent dominant run. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, it's uh, like it's always been this way. West is better. All right, we've only got one minute left, unless you want to hang around for the break, but Bando, It's your call. You want to blast through this game in one minute, or do you want to hang on to the break?
6: No, I can blast through the break if we, so we don't have to rush it. All
2: right, so, yeah, we'll be going to a break in a second uh, here. So all well, the hopefully people... when it comes
6: to the CFL this weekend, guys, we need to make some money. Need to make money.
2: Whoa, we got it. This is
4: a big weekend here. I was. Here. Uh,
2: I was going to read the promo, Babano, uh, on the way out there, but uh, thanks. I'll read the promo on the other side when we come back. Game time decisions continue.
3: <laughs> have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand?
2: Hey, it's got some computer issues. We'll take a look at it after. What's going on? There? I'm going to tell you, Marantz. The, uh, the old uh, $300 uh, Samsung. It's uh, Man, you, you got quite a bit out of that, buddy. I yeah, got to tell you. You right? know
1: what? it was kind of like I bought a Pinto and it actually drove before it blew up. So yeah, it's time to upgrade. I just hit the shutdown button. We're done. Yeah, it's nothing. It's, it's, so it's, it's just so it's. just everything's dead. going in circles. Yeah. This is there. It's it's not. It doesn't like you have a machine. It's got like when it works has power. Like you have like. Let's just say you have a Camaro compared to my, yeah. uh, t- compared to my, uh, you know what do I have? Like a family car. That's I have unreliable. I have
2: dropped like okay. four hundred and fifty dollars to keep this computer. on. You also are really
1: hard, but you're. It's also on all the time, all the shows you do and stuff. Like you, yes, you work it. You work that computer like a dog.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like the computer's like, come on. Oh, you should hear it, but when it when it's <laughs> like three in the morning, it sounds like a truck. <laughs> it makes noises. It's like over, like oh yeah. It's, it's like, like it's, it's giving you a warning. It's basically saying, <laughs> "Dude, you can burn yourself. It, like it gets it. that hot. Yeah, wow. like it's scorching. It's scorching.
1: Almost hot enough to like do popcorn on it, like, like Jiffy Pop. It, yeah, <laughs> dude. There's like
2: lithium and all kinds oh, of know. crazy they metals. Bl- in they, this bl- thing. they blow up, man. Yeah, it- it'll kill me if it does. Please don't let it do it. Well, yeah. At least it. If it gets that hot, you gotta turn it off. I just hope that if it explodes, it explodes in your direction, not <laughs> mine. <laughs> like it's That's right in so- it's right in the middle of the both <laughs> yeah, of us. So yeah. I really don't know, Cam. Like I don't know. Like I like to watch video. You know I actually did. I was wondering yeah. I'm just kidding with you, but I was wondering <laughs> with that. I actually looked on YouTube at a MacBook yeah. Pro exploding because I wanted to know. It's like, how, well, it, which how- which way does it explode? Like how hard does it explode? Because it's like the vape pens. Oh, God. They yeah, blow people, up in your face. I know. You're dead. Exactly. Or it just burns your face off. Knowing our luck, it would blow up and both shards would go right into our That's jugular vein. Like, <laughs> if it blows up, does it, like, which way is it going to blow up, right? You just hope it would kind of, like, just go poof and smoke and then break
1: down. But it might, if it's that hot, things could happen. It's like a lithium bomb, bro. It's like a mini bomb that goes off. Now you got me scared. <laughs>
3: it's, a gonna,
2: ho- it's a hot machine. I swear to God, I'll show you. I'm gonna I'm gonna show camera after videos of some of these explosions. You'll never you'll never want to go near a vape pen again.
1: I, I don't like vape pens. I think they're for, for tools.
2: Dude, I saw a store. There was a vape pen store. Yeah. I think people look like idiots <laughs> They started popping off. Yeah. It was like a fireworks explosion, bro. <laughs> people were running for their lives. Oh, yeah. There's a video, like dudes are like it's it's basically Look, some poor bastard in Florida lit up an electric cigarette. It exploded in his face, and it killed him. And it turns out, like, it happens, like, 250 times a year. Not deaths, but there's 250 electric e-cigarette. Yeah. they are mini bombs. Like, it's like a bomb. I'm going to
6: have to remind a friend of mine all about this, because he lives and (sighs) dies by the bait pen for his, you know, smoking pleasures. So I'm going to have to tell him, hey, be careful.
1: Get a name brand, like one of those things, because a lot of the things is Babano. You like, expect
2: cancer, but not to
1: get
6: yeah, killed another.
1: in an explosion. I remember I went golfing with this tool, Gabe. I've only been out once, and the guy had the vape pen, and I'm, like, sitting there, and all I smell is, like, berries and lilacs and stuff. That's the thing. Like, people aren't even smoking tobacco. They're putting in, like, weird oils and stuff. It's like, what's the pleasure from, like, you know what? I, I, I don't want to eat Glade air freshener, like, the whole day. It was, I don't understand. All right, all right, I don't here. get it. I, I can't
2: help it. Here's the video. Okay, yeah. look at this. Okay, look. Here's... Yeah. Let's s- see uh All right, here's... Okay, it. Watch that's it. the battery? All right, watch. So, uh, this is this video from a store. That's a
1: vape pen? Oh, my
2: God. Look. <laughs>
1: Oh, oh my God! Look at no, it's like fireworks. It's <laughs> yeah. a real explosion. Yeah, like I thought it would just smoke a little no. bit. No, these that's things that's are. That's why oh, I'm No, saying, no,
2: no, no. That's why I'm saying. Like, which no. way will it explode? It's going very...
1: both of us. See the
2: sparks go both ways. Like basically, like if you're inhaling and it explodes, you're dead. Yeah, it's right too much. If it explodes in your hand, you might burn your head. Like so, it's basically hit or miss. Like the the severity of the injury.
1: It's kind of like something. Hey, Rod, bring your vape pen aboard.
6: with you to the 4th of July barbecue. We need some fireworks.
2: <laughs> no, it was straight up fireworks, man. That was scary. <laughs> yes, at least at least you know now, Babano, whenever your buddies bust out yeah. a vape, take a couple of steps back. Yeah. Just don't be standing yeah, right there. That, Babano, be on the other couch. Like, yeah, well, you think, like everything, you think we're just kidding around here, guys. No, this we're this not. is the moral of the story for you. Yeah,
1: we're going to give you some PSA
2: Yeah, advice. You see a guy light up a vape, just, you know, I'm not saying cross the street, but just be aware the thing can explode. <laughs>
6: I may have to wear one of those suits that protects beekeepers from bees and something like that. Keep me all nice and safe. Yeah
1: interesting very BK interesting yeah, her fencing outfit by the way i gotta ask cam
6: this because i got the canadian open on here on the television yeah. in the background where did rod pampling come from i didn't even know this guy was still playing and i see him like nosing around the leaderboard who? here and still going oh well, who? Uh, you mean
1: you mean pampling ain't easy <laughs> yeah, I never even rod it. pampling he's uh he's, oh, he's just he's a, jur- he's a journeyman from australia he actually used to be on the career and that's the crazy thing about golf is at the Canadian Open, because it's such an easy course, you have all these like old timers from the past come up on the leaderboard, or or like a young snipper that you never heard of before. It's like let's call it out for what it is, Gabe. Other than a couple good guys at the top, it's a pretty weak field.
2: Just for the record, here too, um,
6: better not be storm. weak when it returns to Hamilton next year. I hope nope, that new Hamilton- spot on the schedule it's going to help it
2: did you see what Jim Furyk said? He had an interview
1: and he's like, I'm so done with, like, he didn't want to rip Glen Abbey and they used to be Angus Glen. <laughs> he's like, I want the Canadian Open to be good. Like, it's a national tournament, third oldest. He goes, when we played at Hamilton Golf and Country Club, the players said it was so beautiful old school, like, and then they just didn't go back there. It's ri- in St. George's too. Like, I don't know what it is about Glen Abbey. By the way, though, they're putting up condos there, so... They're in a fight. Yeah, it's there's a battle a, for there's course. a big, There's a big uh, lawsuit yeah. going on right now, Babano, so that course might not even be around anyway. Thank God we can get another uh, couple courses on the tour.
2: It seems yeah, like well, they just want it in Toronto. That's what it comes yeah, to. that's, want them that's that, the yeah. thing. But that there's, St. Is... George's
1: is there. There's, there's about four no, courses in Toronto right. that are better. Like, uh, anyway, maybe
2: more. Just for the record, uh, this happened uh, 18 hours ago. A man uh, suffered traumatic injuries after a vape pen exploded in his face uh, Thursday night. In Charlotte, Longview, North Carolina. Really? A neighbor oh who saw the whole thing. The guy's name's Bumgarner. <laughs> <laughs> like Madison Bumgarner? Yeah. Wow, wow, Firefighters strong. found Joshua Bumgarner. They huh. Yeah, they found him. Uh, they found Joshua Bumgarner. Um, outside his place uh, with an unknown female waiting for paramedics to arrive. Unknown female. The neighbor who saw the whole thing says Bumgarner had burns to his face and uh it knocked his teeth out. So like people are choosing to do this? So like the explosion like smoking knocked, the- knocked his teeth out. You gotta roll a joint. <laughs> you
1: gotta roll with paper. It's no honestly like I don't or want, just smoke a Marlboro. bro. Yeah. I don't want any
2: I don't want any the device. Like I said, like I said, ridiculous. this is it it happens on a daily basis. I'm That's done, all done, I'm no. saying. You won't catch me with that stuff. All right, so. <laughs> no,
1: I'm getting scared now. Like, now you'd be paranoid when I smoke one of those things. Now now I'm really worried about your computer.
6: <laughs> yeah, don't get those <laughs> bumgarners and gardeners mixed up now, yeah. that's
1: pretty
2: so, warm. Uh, Calgary and Saskatchewan. Yes, another good one. Uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are getting six and a half points. And I don't know if you heard this, Cam, but um, and I'm pretty sure Babano is aware of this. But, so we were talking about uh, Deron Carter. So yep. you guys remember Deron Carter, Ohio State Buckeye. He's uh, Chris Carter's son. Yes. Uh, Hall of Famer, Chris Carter's son. He was on the Indianapolis Colts for a couple of years, yes. actually. And uh, last year, he was uh, named the uh, best wide receiver in the uh, in Canadian football Great league. Great in the red zone, big guy. So it makes perfect sense to take the best wide receiver in the league and uh, make him a defensive back, even though he's got no experience playing defensive back. Yeah. So he's played defensive back rather averagingly, I might add, mediocrely. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, he gets like, burned a lot. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. yeah he had an interception or two for a yeah, touchdown, but and he's he gets been burned, burned about yeah. 10 times. Exactly. I'm sure he leads the league in pass interference penalties. sure does. He, he like, gets burned, burn he night. just grabs yeah, people. <laughs> so... The thought was, and we talk about it, guys, all the time from a fantasy perspective with Ben Kramer, Daily Rotos, that we were like, man, it's a waste. Like, you know, you got one of the best wide receivers. And not to mention, Saskatchewan's offense struggles. Exactly. They struggle. Like, help your quarterback out by giving him your best player. So, earlier in the week, there was a rumor that Deron Carter was practicing on offense. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be a steal on DraftKings at $4,700. I know, Saskatchewan, all right, they're coming together. They signed Will Blackman, who's a good defensive back. Sure is. You have Will Blackman, you got Ganey, you're going to put De'Ron Carter, but no, 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 no. No, he wasn't practicing at wide receiver. He's practicing at outside linebacker. Yes. And this (laughs) is not a joke. No, that's Chris Jones. No, it's true. It's true. I read the article, yeah. yeah. They think that um, he can, you know, because Calgary like a lot of quick hits, so they figure if they have him at the outside linebacker, he can shadow his speed, he can shadow wide receivers, just, which, yes, in theory makes sense. It's not happening. If you were a linebacker. Backer. Like, Chris Jones, you're a football coach. You don't understand that it. it's about angles, and you're putting him. He's not going to know where to be. <laughs> and not to mention, now he's going to be up on the line. The guy weighs, like, 185 pounds. He's going to get killed. Some big old lineman is just going to, like, pen. They're going to be like, man... There, it's it's going to be like a bet on a block up the field. Yeah. What it's going to be yeah. like a bet in the old line, man. Which one of us can tattoo Carter first? You know what I mean? It almost yeah. seems. And if you're yeah. Carter, yeah. it's going to be instinct to get out of the way. He's gonna be like, screw this! I'm not getting in the way of this like 320 pound dude. It almost seems like they're doing this for publicity because you can't be that yeah. stupid. Like, what do
1: they
3: hate him? You talking can't about be that stupid as a football coach. Week. I really, I yeah, know yeah. it's
2: unbelievable. No, but it made it worse. Like from cornerback to linebacker, like DB was bad enough. I guess next week he's on the D line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we put him as a center, starting center. Yeah.
6: <laughs> who, who needs a 300 pounder? Let's put DeRon Garter in there. He yeah, can exactly. He can anchor the o line.
2: Yeah. No, no, like Chris. Jones is insane. He's insane. Like, it's just. Yeah, I, he, he No, he is. He's just trolling everybody.
1: No, he is. He's the guy who's the smartest guy in the room all the time. And he wants yep. to do everything so cool and different. But you know what? I heard a good it saying. It
2: doesn't work. I heard a good saying the other day. That uh, if you're the smartest guy in the room or you think you're, you're... the smartest guy in the room, find another room. <laughs> he needs to find another room. Yeah. So what, what do you make of this one? Six and a half. That being stated. It's always a tough place to play, Babano. As you know, in that stadium, the new stadium, the old stadium, whatever, wherever they play, they're they're rabid up there. They're into it. They hate Calgary. It's a big Saturday night uh, football game. Six and a half. Calgary's defense is just on another level. You know, you, the youth movements worked for them. They suffocate teams, and they're efficient offensively. They're a perfect football team, really. But do you think Saskatchewan can hang around getting six and a half?
6: Well, this is going to be the. I know they've beat Hamilton now twice in a row, but well, this is going to be the real challenge. I mean, for Brandon Bridge, Brandon Bridge played probably the best half of his season so far uh, last week in Hamilton. I saw it; he was great. He was moving the ball through the air. He was accurate. They were able to run the football. The offensive line finally, for the first time all season for Saskatchewan, started to open up holes, give the quarterback time to throw the ball. It was a step forward. But now you're going to have to do it against the best defense in the CFL. I mean, they've been hands down the best defense so far. They've allowed 14 points or less in every single game. That's why Calgary's 5-0 and 0 to the under uh you know five and out start to the season this is going to be the test for saskatchewan and i know people are going to like the home dog here they're at home against calgary they'll be up for this game i'm gonna to have to see bridge go out there navigate this offense against uh, a defense like this before i can believe it so uh, i actually i like the under a lot in this game because you look at it five straight unders between these two teams four straight meetings 37 points or less total points scored 47. in games between Slow. Calgary and Saskatchewan. Slow. So uh, I'm looking Slow. at a, you know, 2017, 20 to 14, that, that kind of game. I think it's going to be tough because Bo Levi Mitchell didn't light it up last week and he was coming off that, that injury. Now you're playing a good Saskatchewan defense. I mean, they're playing very good. That's uh D as well. They've given up 20 or less in three of their five games so far. So I think it's going to be tough to see these offenses moving the ball up and down. The latest I heard on Carter is he's actually going to start at wide receiver, but that he could play at linebacker at times during the game. Either way, it's ridiculous. So like he will play a wide receiver, as you you're saying? He's going to start at wide receiver, but they say he. They might experiment him at linebacker uh, later on uh, in the game. Forty-seven hundred dollars still
1: worth a look. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I'm yeah. just saying they have a two-game uh, contract. So you play the guy at wide receiver, and then he gets linebacker, and then gets in. Like, no, don't put him at linebacker. Like, don't. He's we're not, not even the best this linebacker
6: in the CFL. He's not the best DB in the CFL. He's the best wide receiver. I think someone's got to remind Chris Downs of that. And I know it's pro Ball, and you think you can do whatever you want here, but put him at wide receiver, and let's go on.
2: I'm not sure what you just said, <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm, I'm surprised that Chris Carter hasn't bitched, man. He bitched about everyone else yeah, all the time.
1: That's a good point. Like, he actually, like, he'll yell at you after you get a first down Let with all this shit going on. Like, you think he'd be ranting and raving. Like, what the hell? Yeah, he's actually been pretty quiet. Yeah, yeah I don't know what's going on, man.
2: All right. Uh, so before we get you out of here, uh, Babano, let's take a look at the, uh, the baseball board here this evening. Um, so we got the Royals and the Yankees, big number there, minus 315. Of course, Aaron Judge last night. Um, so Aaron Judge, man, you know, Aaron Judge, like, uh, he actually, the ball, like he singled off of his wrist. Yeah. (laughs) Like that was like high and tight there. Like Aaron Judge is the only dude that can do that. Like he gets hit by a pitch and it actually like goes into the outfield. (laughs) That's how strong he is. This guy's a monster. (laughs) He, man. It's comical. Like, uh. But you know, it's funny. I was talking about the Yankees yesterday, and I said, um, "I said, you know what, man? The Yankees are only fourteen and fourteen in their last twenty-eight games, and now, now you get another uh, another injury adding up uh, right now." Uh, But they're they're big favorites uh, tonight against the Royals again. See the line in the Boston Minnesota game
1: four twenty.
6: Wow, that's ridiculous. Four twenty. Lynn's worth a shot. Lynn's not been terrible lately, and and Minnesota didn't they? They did. They did win last night against Boston. So. That price is outrageous. I'd actually put the Twins as a little, you know, something on that.
2: Boston rarely lose two in a row. They've actually lost two in a row now. Minus 420. Wow. I'm saying 370 right now. Oh, Still. That's nuts. There's no
6: reason in August, base, almost August, late July baseball to be laying minus 380 in any game. It doesn't matter.
2: Lance Lynn's terrible on the road. Um, But. Yeah, even minus one and a half is minus one seventy five. You just you know, you kinda of sort yeah, of yeah, pass. What about the Yankees with uh, Sabathia Sebathia minus one and a half, but now they're without judge.
1: Yeah. Yeah, minus three oh five money line, yeah, Keller. Here's what I'm
2: looking at. I've got the pirates
6: now that I can get minus yeah. one forty. Uh that that was minus one seventy. It's actually down to minus one four. I know they had that loss yesterday. It finally snapped that. 12 game winning streak they lost to Cleveland in the last game of that series but now you're back home against the Mets Vargas has been awful this year Evon Nova's actually pitched pretty well lately so now that you can lay only a buck 40 with Pittsburgh buck 45 I'll take Pittsburgh there I like Philadelphia uh, against Cincinnati Pavetta Di not been very good for the Reds. Phillies are hot, playing good. I like Philly there. And how can I not ride Oakland again? I've been riding Oakland all week long. They're an underdog at Colorado. Freeland's been good at Coors Field. But Oakland's finding ways to win games right now. They're red hot. They're right behind Seattle for that second wild card. They can make the playoffs. And they absolutely are playing like a team that believes they can. Uh, I can't pass up Oakland as a slight dog tonight.
1: Short price for the Dodgers, even on the road, like 55-60 with uh, Kershaw, Kershaw going yeah. against Fulty. I don't know, worth a look. I like your other picks, Babano, a lot. I can't go on that call. I need Colorado for my survivor pool, though. So.
2: I gave Pittsburgh on the show yesterday. I've been riding yeah. Pittsburgh uh, every day, Babano, as well, and um, and Oakland, too. Oakland fantasy, as well. But um, yesterday, I brought it up, and I was right. You know, I should have backed off because I even told people. I told people, Babano, look, they were 11-1 and on the road trip, all right? So they won 11 straight. They lost the game. They were 11-1 and on the road trip. They come back home. They lose the first game. This always happens. Teams that have good road trips always lose the first game back. Yeah. Always. And I warned. I said, you know what? I'm taking Pittsburgh. They're scorching hot. But teams always lose that first game back. And then, boom, they lose the first yep. game back. So, back to the well with the buckaroos. Yarr, yarr, Ian Cameron. Yarr, you yarr. can follow him on Twitter, at Bobano. You can now find him over at sportsmemo.com as well as the uh, Sportsbook Review .com YouTube page. Thanks, uh, Babano. All right, guys.
6: Have a great weekend.
5: Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. 84 FNTSY. That's 844 843 6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source 24 hours a day.
2: Game Time Decisions, Red Eat Rage Radio. Thanks to Dean Cameron, aka Babano, for joining us on the program. Check back in uh, with the Canadian Open uh, leaderboard. CFL football on the cards uh, here tonight. It's a 8:30 uh, Eastern kickoff. 8:30 Eastern uh, kickoff. I want to get back to some NFL football as well. But if you want to win your fantasy football league, you simply must go to the very best source of information that you can find. That is RotoExperts.com. Senior writer Jake Seeley. It's an undisputable fact. No other fantasy football analyst in the industry is better ranked player. Ranker, and accuracy expert than the all-in kid. In 2017, Jake Seeley was the number one draft accuracy. Ranker in the entire industry as verified by fantasy pros and has been a consistent top three ranker throughout his distinguished career. If you want to be the best, then go with the best. Get Jake Seeley's 2018 fantasy football rankings right now in the rotoexperts.com. Exclusive edge fantasy football package. Enter promo code WINNER. Uh, check out for a special discount. That's one hell of a write-up. Just, I thought I thought you were going to say it's one hell of a read. Yeah, it was a good read,
1: yeah. I was just going to say good, not great. Read, yeah, you know, it was just, no, it was very good. Like so. how I
2: emphasize, winner, winner.
1: Yeah, no, I was just saying like Jake's just sitting there going like, wow, that's a lot of nice things to say about him, man. It's a pretty good promo. Have you? I've never had anybody fifty flowing
2: things like that about me. I'm saying it's 50-50. He probably wrote this promo. <laughs> 75 25. Man, somebody <laughs> asked me the other day, can, can you send me a bio? I'm like, man, bio, bio what do you want? Just put loudmouth idiot, loudmouth idiot, Gabriel Morenci. There's my bio. My bio, that's actually a pretty good bio. Almost a championship eater,
1: almost <laughs> brackets, almost a championship eater. <laughs> 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 yeah. wing, wing,
2: wing connoisseur. Wing connoisseur yeah, and yeah, uh, I, owner of a, a serious rash problem. Yeah.
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> sorry. 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 Here's my bio. I got a golf ball the size of a big marble in my gut. It's
2: gonna. Uh, I, I got. I got a thing that's popping out the side of my. Uh, you know, my your foot. Body, like if you were like joining a dating. Uh, sentence, yeah. I, be like I, golf fan. <laughs> <laughs> like, betting, interest, golf. Interest, golf. Betting on golf. Fantasy, and golf, yeah. betting. That'd be like, interest, golf. I enjoy watching golf, playing golf, golf, betting on golf. And then you put after, and I have a golf ball size uh, <laughs> sort of thing in my belly button.
1: The rash is getting a little bit better.
2: It'd be a grid like uh, physical activities, taking care of my rash. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe that, though, Gabe?
1: Just my I, luck. I got the cream, and the guy made my rash like a 100 times how's worse. how's this?
2: How's this? And actually, you actually, um, you know, you've actually, I think this is how you found your, your girl. But I was talking about this uh, last night. I came up with an idea, a dating site. Somebody asked me, you are going to run a dating site? I was like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? Why
1: would they ask you to run a dating site? Yeah. <laughs> you got
2: shows to do? What, what, what are you working on? Because I had a chat <laughs> full of people. I don't know. They were like, what, is this a dating site? I said, yeah. no. And then I realized, I said, well, maybe it can be. And you know, it's like like FarmersOnly.com. So funny. I was just going to say that. Yeah. It's working good. So my dating site's going to be DGENsOnly.com. Nice. It's got to be a degenerate. Yeah. So it's basically like, uh, are you tired of lying to your spouse about your gambling habit? At com, we will match you with a perfect spouse that likes to gamble as much as you do. I like it. No more having to lie about how much you lost this weekend dot DGENonly.com, where we match degenerate gamblers. Yeah, I got, I got like, a side Like, hey, uh, I think I would sign up for this dating good. site. I got a side site called
1: badvices.com. <laughs> and then, basically, it's kind of like DGENs only, but you know what I do? It's the best. So, hey, you go. What's well, this for people she, that yeah, take yeah, dumps on people's yeah, lawns? Yeah, kind of like that, but degenerate gamblers. <laughs> Turn on. Mess? Like to take dumps on neighbor's lawn. It's always true in a
2: relationship, Gabe. Uh, if so, per, what's your if, bad vices?
1: That's what I'm saying. Gambling, drinking, or whatever. So, you hook up somebody with okay. a vice uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they can't use your vice against you like my, my it's basically no, I like my, what you're saying no it's true i can i, I you know so what i mean so basically it's a dating tr- site for people a, yeah.
2: that use Yay. use substances drink and gamble and if
1: somebody drinks and comes up to you, comes up to you said i'm sick and tired of your gambling and i know you lost money you go how's how's your how's your bottles doing cuz you're in one of those things where you can't come at me It's problems versus problems. Well, it's sort of like it is. It is. Like, sort of,
2: if you go to an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting, wouldn't it make sense that you would hook up with a chick there going through the same thing? Yes. Yes. And you know how many people hook up with those things? A lot. So, therefore, if you went to a Gamblers Anonymous meeting and you met a nice girl, except let's just take the not gambling and add the gambling part to it.
1: The worst thing about Gamblers Anonymous meetings, though, is a lot of those guys are fake plants. They're bookies. Hey, no, like, then they uh, shake you down in the diner. Hey, uh, there's that late night game. We can get. Hey, Bobby, we can get back into this. That's so low. It is low. Al told me his buddy used to do it. That's a scumbag move.
2: I know. Um, I that know. That is the worst. I know. In a city I used to live in too, and uh, when I was in Montreal, I heard the same thing. Brutal. There was a Gamblers Anonymous. Um, there used to be meetings downtown. And same thing, man. I knew a bookie. I stopped betting with the guy when he told me, too. He was like, oh, I got to go down. He goes, the Gambler's Anonymous meeting gets out.
1: That's horrible. The guy yeah. used to
2: go and sit outside in his car and just say, hey, uh, anyone looking for football action or whatever? Like, what it's I like, do. really, dude? Yeah. You're sitting outside of Gambler's Anonymous meetings. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That's that. That's what you're doing. <laughs> like, I remember
1: one day, Gabe, we were in the back of the horse book, and this real sleazy guy in a track suit came in. the same, like, and. People are playing ponies, right? He's like, "Hey, we don't just do ponies here." Like, well, like he was trying to get people hooked up for the NFL season, whatever. And car- Carlos, the bar goes, "Like, are you trying to, like, establish your gaming uh, sites in my bar?" Boom! Like, yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. But you see that often. A lot of sleaze bags come in there and they take people
2: down at their lowest level.
1: My brother. Well, I'm going to tell you. Don't he, bet with a bookie. Yeah. Bet yeah. with
2: uh, my bookie. Yeah, he's good. Dot a g. MyBookie.ag. Get Dustin Johnson at 7 to 1 instead of plus 450. Yeah, MyBookie.ag won't be waiting outside a Gambler's Anonymous meeting. True. If you enjoy playing daily fantasy sports but are sick of dealing with uh, professionals using algorithms to select hundreds of lineups and entries, check out the Prop Builder tool over at MyBookie.ag. Forget having to create multiple lineups. Stitch the hassle of dealing with late scratches. Avoid experts winning 90% of the money. Invest in the players you want without salary caps. And if you sign up for a new account, use the promo code FNTSY. You can elect an option to receive a 50% uh, bonus rollover requirement. Uh, no more dealing with late lineup scratches. No experts to compete against. Just you and the props that you choose. Go to mybookie.ag and a promo code FNTSY upon sign up and choose your matchups using a prop builder tool. That's mybookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. So you don't get in trouble. With uh, your bookie, bet bet on uh, bet on sports with my bookie.
1: I gotta be honest with you, like even thinking about this, not even in joking jokingly, it's good, because when you go into a relationship with somebody already knows and you don't have any secrets, you're off to a better start than uh, one day the woman finds, oh my bank account's drained. Uh, You had a problem or this and that, whatever. It's better to keep problems out in the open, you know, even if they're uncomfortable at the time, it works out better in the long run. No, it's true. My my brothers actually gay, but He's been. Uh, I love my brother Andrew. He was, he was in uh, AA. That uh, he he met his girlfriend there. One. They're not dating now, but they were. They were at the time. There's a lot of hookups at that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Why wouldn't you? If like if you're not drinking anymore and you're going out to a coffee in the diner, you got a lot in common, right? Because you're both trying to
2: shake it. Exactly. All right. Um, we got. What do we got here? I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Shirley you can't be serious. Shirley from a uh, wily e. coyote. Straight Cash says, "Hey, I got to go for a jog. Let me get my toilet paper."
1: <laughs> straight Cash. He's <laughs> been, been on fire lately. <laughs> I like Straight Cash's style.
2: <laughs> yeah, Jeff uh, Jeff Williams says it really is true. It's an epidemic that's going on right now. Strange epidemic. Strange. I'm
1: calling it bullshit.
2: I just don't... Pardon pardon the pun? Yeah, no.
1: Pardon the pun. Like, There's certain things I just don't... I don't know, man. Here's here's
2: an interesting... uh, Here's some interesting numbers here. How much do you think the... uh, How much do you think... This is crazy, dude. So, what we were talking about... So, the guy... The superintendent of a high school in New Jersey was making $147,000 a year. He lost the job because he was taking dumps on the field. On the track, too. Yeah, And and the racetrack. Yeah. He's just a superintendent of a high school. How much do you think the, um, the governor of Alabama makes?
1: The governor of yeah, Alabama? What do you think the
2: salary is? You're the governor of Alabama. What do you think the salary is?
1: $325,000 a year.
2: One hundred and nineteen thousand five hundred. Wow, that's a good value play for the. Wow. So the superintendent who's taking dumps. The cost of living's yeah. cheaper in Alabama. That, that's true. That's true. But still, yeah, you're the king, yeah. You're the kingpin of Alabama. You're 119. making one hundred nineteen thousand.
1: Wow, seems low.
2: So the governor Kate uh, K. Uh, of Alabama makes 119500 dollars five one hundred nineteen five hundred a year. Nick Saban makes. What do you think Nick Saban gets? Nick Saban makes $123,000, $123,288 every six days.
3: Yeah.
2: So essentially his weekly salary is about $125,000 or so, $130,000. pretty damn good. She gets one hundred and nineteen dollars for, for the year to be the governor.
1: No, no offense. Who's the
2: real governor of the state? Nick Saban.
3: <laughs>
1: She's not doing any work. Governor of Alabama, come on, give me a break. Just go to meeting school over your clean up. Or, oh, Tuscaloosa needs help. Uh, there's too many food trucks there. Like what? Like really? Is, uh, uh, the governor of she's, Alabama? She's like, what, what are your any, What are your problems? She's not
2: doing any work. <laughs> well, she's got a lot of problems, but yeah, I, you know, yeah she's but they're not, not, not fixing. I don't them. think she's fixed.
1: 119,000, no. They don't get fixed, Gabe. That's no, the that's, that's a
2: very good point. Yeah. Very, that's a very, very good point. I and You she, know, what? if she
1: was fixing problems she'd be making three hundred ninety thousand, not one twenty five or I don't know, this you know? is pretty
2: crazy, but I wouldn't even do the job. Not, I don't want to be the government. Are you kidding and, me? And live in Alabama and deal with their 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 feces? <laughs> like I I know. Do, for hundred and nineteen that'd be like, come on. You want me to be the governor of this state? You are going to give me 119? No. I agree. I made more on TV. It's true. <laughs> like, I make more than <laughs> the governor <of> about <laughs> that. Doesn't sound like a very lucrative uh, salary.
1: And I got to yeah, things don't get done. That's that, that's that's my take.
2: Nick Saban. 123,288 dollars yep. every 6 days.
1: Every 6 days.
2: Do you think you would your life be uh, set if you made that?
1: I got to be honest with you. Or would
2: you there? just go it at the track?
1: Uh if I had that much money uh, I don't know what I. Yeah, you, I go on a lot of trips and stuff, but I can tell you something. I'd probably die a lot earlier because I'd do the things that I do more. I can't <laughs> lie to you. Like if I had that kind of money, I'd be like, like I get the best of everything, right? I, you know, I like to eat. I'd gorge. If I like to drink, I'd pound it even more. like you know what I mean. You're never worried about money, so you just continue. Yeah. And if you gamble, so you're, saying you're saying if, you're you, if you had more. this money, uh, you, 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 you'd, you'd
2: put on a lot of weight. <laughs> I put on a lot of weight because yeah, it, would, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't. Yeah, matter. it would matter. And, and I got to tell you,
1: Gabe, I, as we're being frank with each other, I'd probably take about. I'm thinking, if I had that kind of coin, five to ten years off my life, easy, because I'd be hard living. Like, hey, what do you do? You get wasted, you sleep in, you don't have to go to work, right? You're betting. Who cares? I put a couple hundred thousand dollars on a game. I'm loaded.
2: Would you tell your girlfriend uh, that you uh, you won the lottery? Yes. I would. Or would you uh, not say anything and then break up and say, I got to move?
1: No, I you know what. <laughs> when people do that, I actually want to kill them. That's I think the I, worst. I right? think you're the biggest, lowest form of scumbag. You know what I do? Even if I was going to break up with my girlfriend and we won the lottery, we'd split it right down the middle. You get your half, I get mine. That's the humane thing to do. But people do that. Guys are trying to that. You, you, that idiot. That story happened the other day. He, like hid the ticket. You got all this money. And then he found I out it's like you asshole, man. Like she was supporting. And one of the one of the yeah, guys, people that get
2: greedy out of the gate. Yeah. It never adds well. For no.
1: Them. And, and I remember a lot of the time the woman who did it, who didn't win, like put the guy through like med school and stuff like like failed doctor, da, 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 da. And then all of a sudden you want to steal the money. Like, what kind of scumbag are you?
2: See, I'm onto something here. Big Will uh, checks in and says, I'll be the first one to sign up to your dating service. I'm 37. I like reading, long walks on the beach, and I like losing $6,000 on the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm available, <laughs> ladies. It is it really is a good idea, but you know, the problem, you know what the problem is going to be, Cam? Yeah. I'm going to have to make my dating site a gay dating site. So many dudes? Yeah.
1: <laughs> You're right, there's not a lot of females in there. Yeah.
2: House. Like D Gens only yeah. is gonna be um yeah. like you know, the the, <laughs> the website's gonna have a dude that looks like Freddie Mercury in leather chaps. <laughs> I'll take the Argos plus the poise.
1: Yeah, I'll have, yeah. Like right. if D Gens
2: only <laughs> yeah. it'll be like picture camera, like two UFC fighters yeah. like in a clinch. Yeah, or oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah mounting yeah. on the ground. That's yeah. my website. Yeah. Yeah. There's triple H in his tights. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are there enough? Are there a lot of? Are, you know, how many like degenerate gambling women are there out there? There's a
1: lot, but you know what they do. Know what their their weakness is? They're all like
2: Asian old ladies. That's that's one. Yeah, a
1: li- no, I'm just, I, I've I meant, no. There's also Cracker Jacks and other people. You know what they are though? The the addiction that I see cards and slots, not sports gambling.
2: They're slot jockeys. Yeah, you don't yet. You don't. They're mean,
1: professional slot jockeys. When you assess the females who have a gambling problem, yeah, I like the very slots. few have... No, dude, I lived in Vegas, bro. You There's,
2: know, you know. No, the casino's full of oh, women of just sitting there I've dropping seen, coins in all day.
1: And on tables. I've seen a lot of, like, blackjack... Uh, so it, know, that's yeah.
2: actually true. You know what? This site would be better in Vegas or Atlantic City. I need to, like, market it in gambling markets. It's legal. Tired of going to the casino alone? I'm on to something we, here. We could pool our money together. I'm really <laughs> on to something here. <laughs> yeah, you want to go to the... No one likes to going to play slots alone. Think about it. There's some lady sitting there playing slots alone, and there's another Degenerate Gambler dude. So, you know, they're both lonely, playing slots a couple of uh, seats over. Gabe, I went to Casino Niagara. Let's, let's, uh, let's, um, we're looking to um, put some happiness in Degenerate yeah. Gambler's lives.
1: I've never seen this before, but I was at the blackjack table, and I've never seen a couple that both had... The card addiction it was horrible it was actually horrible to watch like i was actually crying he's like you you lost all your money well my card my cards spanked out i can't get to any more machines she's like oh no i've lost it like like both of them were hardcore car- i'm like this is a disaster when one at least if you're doing sports you might be able to hit the game but they're both at cards and they were getting murdered at the blackjack table all their cards were maxed out and they were yelling at each other i was just like man this blows well, like, say, a, that's a tough relationship. I'd have to
2: say that pretty much half the couples that I see in Vegas are arguing. Yeah.
1: it's a, yeah.
2: Vegas is like that. If you're single, you go to Vegas, you're either going to have the best time of your life or the worst time of your life. And you go with your, your significant other, you'll either have the best time of your life or the worst time of your life. Oh, yeah. It'll either be, yeah, yeah, it was a fun trip this time, or... It'll be like, uh, look, uh, Cam and his girlfriend, uh, they nearly had to, uh, they told his girlfriend, if you don't chill, we're going to land a plane. (laughs) Kind of like that, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't you uh, been to Vegas with your girlfriend and checked into different hotels and stuff? Yes, yes, I have. (laughs) 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 I've been to Vegas and not talked to a chick once. I brought a chick to my girlfriend. I was in Vegas. I didn't talk to her once for like three days during a vacation. Gabe, I'm
1: going to be honest with you. It was her fault every time, too. I have just tried to calm her down. I'm just like, you know what? And after a while, I gotta take care of my business on the tables. When I'm on a roll, I can't be worrying about what the hell's going on over there. But hey, we all have to uh, take a shower in the prison shower at the Golden Gate one day in our life. That's that's my bailout hotel, the Golden Gate.
2: <laughs> that's the that's the crash pad. We're remodeling. Game time decisions continues. We'll hit some DFS on the other side. Talk some baseball
5: betting too.
3: <laughs>